When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dear Kavino, I hope this letter finds you and finds you well. I hope to see you today in the studio at noon Eastern so we can once again talk about nusses and hussies. I doubt to put up any roadblocks for a big headed buffoon like me. I hope to shake my friend's hand. I hope. To see my friend once again. I hope to give you a tech mobile high five. I hope. One, two, three, four! Don't mind if I do! Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? So ridiculous. What? You're such a fool. Get out of here. Oh, I'm a disc jockey. Cavino and Rich, Steve Cavino, Rich Davis, Spotty the producer, celebrating Pride Month, and he's celebrating all month. If you're not watching, you should be, but he's in the butthole center of a prideful anus. <laughs> hey, Spotty! I went from Uranus to yeah. Uranus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, instead of gay pride every day, why don't you tell us something that you're proud of? It'll be a good exercise. <laughs> what are you proud of? Your triceps? Okay, Dad. What are you proud of, son? Your squat work? Yeah. Proud that I went to the gym last night, even though I didn't want to. Yeah, that he doesn't skip leg day like we do. Yeah. Leg day. Did you see all the experts that came out of the woodwork to tell us that we need to work out on I mean, our it's, legs? It's true. Okay, experts. No. It's true. You know what? Sure. Though? It's uh, true. If I had chicken legs, that would be one thing. But oh, I don't. I have. I, I do. I, I Some people are naturally blessed, but that doesn't mean that you still don't need to put in work. Yeah, yeah. but I, I play I sports. I play stuff. sports like three days a week. It's good enough for me. I go to the gym. Congratulations. I go to, yeah, but I'm saying that's it's because a I don't type of muscle work. We had a conversation recently about like leg workouts or something like that. It came up. Spot got real workout ompus. No, I didn't. Is it workout ompus? Fit nompus? I just got. A, I you just got real fit fitness. <laughs> fit nompus. Yeah. You got real fitness pompous. And everyone's like, yeah, Spot's right, man. These guys don't know anything about legwork. Uh, leave the gym talk to Spot. <laughs> I mean, that is true. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying you're not knowledgeable. I'm saying all the experts no, came riches. out of the woodwork. Riches. Rich is what? Saying Dick. that I'm not knowledgeable. Oh, no, no, no I'm not. I, I think you're very knowledgeable. I just find it funny that people forget that, you know, we're in our 40s and Kavino and I have dabbled at the gym since we were like 18. Like, 
So we're not newbies just because Spot dove in head first like Greg Louganis at the Olympics. No, well, put it this way. I know the importance of leg day. I just don't care about it that much. Agreed. I don't because I, I mean, do, I think things to... If you neglect your leg workouts counteract it. No, for several I, days I walk per week a lot. or weeks at a time, you'll start to see a decline in your muscle tone and performance. I know. It's better for your core, too. You know, I, I get all that. But thank you guys for being the experts of everything. Thank you to all the Lanny Poffos out there. We appreciate yeah. all the genii who participate on the daily. I have so many As things. As I rip the mic. That's what I do. You I rip, rip the, the mic, mic on, on the daily. daily. Say me, say many. Save me, say many money. Save me, say many, many money, money. Is that how many mics you rip on the deli? <laughs> anyway, um, shout yeah, out to the Fugees. There are so many things I want to get to today, so let's uh, let's dive right in. But I said to you, can I say this though? Yeah. I hope you had a Colorado Avalanche sort of night. Western Conference champions and the champions. Rangers take on Tampa Bay today. And I hope you had an Escobar type of night. An Escobar. Type oh. of night, hitting for the cycle kind of night. Not a Nonito Donaire kind of night, no. Oh. Not a Filipino Flash kind of night, right, Miguel Migs? No, not That's like what I'm that. saying. You know there was a fight last night? I'm sorry, what? I'll tell you about it later. Yeah. I don't know, but I like Miguel Migs, oh. good dude. Yeah. There was a fight last night, no invite? It was at 2 a.m. in Japan. No invite? So in Hapan? Yeah, I woke up and saw the results. I was like, ooh. Oh. So it was sexy. Anyway. I was, I was hoping for an invite to come over and watch the fight at 2 a.m. Yeah. Well, man, not anymore. Well, I have, uh, I had a a dumb thought and it just, I mean, fuck, I had like six dumb thoughts and we're going to get to them all today. I mean, you could just say you had six thoughts. It's true. Fair enough. Shazam. You said something the other day to me, man, you're really awesome. I'm so glad I met you as a co-host, but you said something besides that. I said, uh, my wife left town with a banana. My love's a rotten deal. I remember saying that to you. <laughs> my life is slipping away. My baby's slipping. My baby's slipping away. I remember saying that. You said that, that too. Yeah. What else did you say? You said, man, look at my hair. And I said, yeah, man, you do got fucking good hair. I was like, for 45, you know I'm going to be 46 in like a month. Man, Hairline's not I've bad. never seen hair like that on someone your age. Full recovery too, almost. What else did you say? After oh. COVID and everything, I had COVID hairline. You said to me. That it might even have been a person like something ever pop in your head. And if it didn't happen in that moment, there's a good chance you never would have thought about it the rest of your life. Like a person, a yeah. teacher, a coach, uh, a store, uh, an event, something that someone, happened in your life. Someone posted a clip of Adam Shine. And this is nothing against Adam Shine. I've always liked the guy. And who's better than you? We had parallel sort of careers like we came up together. I've known him for a real long time. I haven't thought about the dude in three years and what's today? June sixth or seventh? Seventh. Three years and seven days. Like I was like, oh my God. I haven't thought about Adam Shine not once during this whole pandemic and probably a year before that. And it, I, I don't know. I didn't sorry, honestly, enter your mind. Didn't even enter my mind. Probably I, since we left New York. <laughs> and what, what made it amazing, Spot, is because we work in sports. You would have thought I'd seen a clip, right? And yeah. I know he's killing it. He's one of the best. But somehow you he's just, been off my radar. Yeah. So I was amazed by that because I like Adam Shine. I feel like we're professional pals in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice to see him. And I think he's a funny dude. And I, I respect his talents. But I really do. There are times where... It could be a person. Unbelievable. It could be an event. It could be a mindset you have. And you're like, why do I even have this mindset? Like, well, I don't want to go to something, something stupid. Like, 
oh man, I should probably uh, dry my hair off before I go to bed. And you're like, I never thought about why I do that. Wait, my mom used to tell me, don't go to bed with wet hair, Richie. You'll get a stiff neck. And you're like, that's why I do it. That's why I stupidly like what? There's so, probably a reason why you do everything and you just don't even realize Yeah, it. it's all subconscious or, or events in your life that- So anyway, you're talking about like random epiphanies, right? Yeah. yeah. Realizations. That's why I always uh, dry my D before I go to bed. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to uh, get. Urkel, I told you that. Actually, no, no, you're. Uh, so I don't wake up with a stiffy. Yeah, well, actually, that's why I do. That's why I uh, do go to bed with a damn penis. So, I I don't know if anyone else's coach did this. This is a one of those I have not thought of this in probably thirty years. What did you call it in your hometown? Was it All Stars or tournament team where it was double elimination and that's how you got to the Little League World Series? All Star team. Little League All-Star team. Going back was to, my, to Rich's mind. It was my favorite time. Little League season was over, and then they picked the All-Star team. And that All-Star team would be in the Little League World Series tournament. Now, it was double elimination. Truth be told, they threw every, me for a loop. every team I was on, maybe we won one or two games. Every year we went in with the high hopes of like, we're going to win the Little League World Series. You win like one or two games, then you start getting to like now the county and the state, and you lose... Boom, you're out. And the teams that keep winning are the ones that play in Cooperstown. Not Cooperstown. Uh, where's South Jersey? Camden. No, South you're Jersey. New York. You're right. It's Cooperstown. Cooperstown? Oh, um, upstate New York. Little oh, League World Series yeah, is no. in Pennsylvania. Oh, uh, uh, oh, you put me on the spot. Dang. Little League World Series. It's in Pennsylvania. It's not in Cooperstown. I'm saying uh, you Cooperville. Go to- uh, oh, it's gonna bother me so much. Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Williamsport. Yeah. Uh, how annoying. Common so, knowledge. I remember my shame. My little league coach getting adamant about, hey, if we have a tournament game tonight, a little league World Series game tonight, we're talking like the All Star team. Double elimination. You lose twice, you're out. He wouldn't allow us to go to the swimming pool that day. Like the community pool in my neighborhood, Rath Park, where all the kids hung out, played handball, basketball, went swimming. It was like the hang, right? Rath Park, Franklin Square. It was the hang. The only hang Rich knew about. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, if I catch you at Rath Park or here, I feel the wrath. That you were swimming the day of a, a... an all-star game you're benched and i had a thought today because i was like i have softball tonight and i was like oh, i want to go in the pool with emmy and I should, like why am i even debating going in the pool I'm like Maybe oh I my shouldn't. god subconsciously in the back of my mind i've been convinced like a fighter that has sex is weak in the knees if you're playing any type of sports a day out in the sun in the pool or the beach you're just going to be drained of your energy. So what's your coach's name, Coach who? Mr. Oliver. Mr. Oliver was still in your brain. 30-something years Mr. later. Mr. Oliver planted a seed that was there till this day, and you didn't even know it. Like, yeah, maybe I should. Wait, why am I? Yeah, of course I'm going to go in the pool today. Why wouldn't I? But yeah, Spot, you, you were looking confused. Like, you never, you don't understand that. No, I understand. I, it was kind of a weird, it's weird that he had that power over you. Though. Well, yeah. no, every seed kid. planted. No, every kid was like, yeah, you're not going to the pool, right? No, I'm not. You don't want to. You don't want to be d- right? drained, right? Think of that. When you're 12, 11, so, 10 uh, years old, if you're at the pool doing cannonballs all day in the sun, 
you think you're going to be your best for a baseball game that night? I thought he would say because I thought it was because like he didn't deserve to go. <laughs> to be on your. Uh, I mean, it's all game. little things like that. Things that people told you, told you things that you saw on the news, things you you've seen in movies. Like you don't like driving behind some truck who's. Got big, uh, big logs. Big yeah. logs because like, of, uh, oh, I saw uh, uh, Final Destination. Final destination. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, always the, I always check the tray before but I But you move uh, away. You, you don't consciously think of why. You just move away. Oh, no, I consciously like, think of why. But then you, you forget No, but he, he's right, though. My sister is. actually posted that recently as like, you know, it's a very common one, but my sister posted that recently where it's like, there's never been a more impactful movie moment where... Everyone now, because of Final Destination, if you're behind a truck carrying logs, you're like, no, nah, I'm going to change lanes. I don't need that shit. I've, I've seen it a lot. Uh, they said the biggest one of all time mm-hmm. was Jaws. They, there was, sure. I saw an article about how before the Jaws movies, yes, yeah, sharks were scary, but people really didn't have the fear that that number one huge blockbuster movie put it. Steven Spielberg, they, they didn't even show the shark for what, the first hour or whatever of the movie? Exactly, just some weird fun fact. Just the like fear that. of sharks developed in the seventies. Um, there's all sorts of uh, family wives' tales and things like that that stick in my brain, and I don't do them, and I don't consciously think about why. But there's a reason. Maybe it's a relative that told you this, your parent, a coach like Mr. Oliver. But don't do this or don't do in that. my family. I believe it was like my uncle Victor told my mom or something. I don't know how the story goes, but you don't eat bananas at night because you'll have nightmares. And I don't eat bananas at night. Like to me, that's just a morning treat. There goes your I social life. Eat, yeah, I don't eat. <laughs> yeah, that's Stevie's gay. Stevie's gay. Stevie's gay. Stevie's gay. I'm not eating bananas at he night. Always, he always eats the biggest banana. We I, know that. You know what nightmares you start having? Chugging on some pole. So I stay away from that at night. Like after six, no way. No bananas for this guy. I don't yeah. want to have some weird dream and then question my sexuality. No way. Why? The Why yellow, the yellow be be comfortable with yourself. Ah, I am. I don't, want to, you know, I don't hey. want to be putting a weird dream that yeah. I never asked for. The yellow on the flag is for Hey, wait bananas. a yeah, second. So for bananas. The orange is for oranges. What, are, you, what are all you guys doing here? <laughs> I don't want to be, you know. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're in a blow bang uh, yeah, in your I dream. Be, I don't want to be in a blacked video all of a sudden. What's going on? Hold. Wake up. What? Wake up. Uh, uh, but, but anyway, you know, so subconsciously, one, two, three. No. I don't ever have a banana after sun goes down. But I think that's the reason. I'm almost positive. Like when my mom, someone in my mom's family said, "Yeah, you're not supposed to. It sits heavy in your stomach and you get nightmares." All right, cool. So noted, noted. Like I know, it's this. It's still you're not supposed to like swim. After for fifteen minutes after eating, yeah. these are all bullshit. I mean, nonsense. Yeah, these are things yeah, that we all, were told. No, they're all nonsense. But, I'll, but I'll always, I, it's like I'll always have them in my mind. Oh, I can't go in the pool. But the point is, seed was planted. Seed. You live your life this certain way. Sometimes you forget what the reason even is. So Rich caught himself thinking, "Why can't I go swimming today? I'm an adult." Oh, because Mr. Oliver said no. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Oliver and, said and no. Honestly, it's like fun, meaningless Tuesday night softball. But in my mind, it's like. Well, you don't play ball and swim on the same day. That's crazy. <laughs> Why would you do such a thing? Especially an all-star. What kind of all-star? I mean, come on. What type of is it ready for the yeah, game? Exactly. Come it's on. Fun. Show that all. Show the real all-star, bro. Just for the fun of it. For the fun of tier two. Got to give people a reason to subscribe. Tier two. Look at that all-star, bro. The Easton. I don't know. You look pretty tan. You sure you went to the pool that day or what? <laughs> look at that sw- were you swimming? Were you Union swimming? All-star, dude. I hit a home run that day for sure. Look at the eye of the Vato. My mother-in-law says all this shit, and I always have to... Uh, I was on my way to Williamsport. I always have to kindly correct Field. 
I always have to kindly it's like an uh, artistic re- rendering. It yeah. does. It looks like an oil painting. I think my mom like did, put some sort of weird filter. Did Uncle on Joe? It. Did Uncle Joe like uh, like paint this? No. You know, you know what my big takeaway of this photo is? They called me Stevie the Jet. My big takeaway from that photo is that my Franklin Banning off. No, the the, the the Easton bat broke back a memory. Like that was the bat. That was the bat. That was the li- before kids started getting like their special bats. That was that was the, the like top line generic little league bat. That, that was Easton the bat. right there. Every kid wanted to borrow it. Like kids from other teams. No, I had like a what? like a Jose Canseco. Yeah, oh, okay. like a you know an eighties haircut. It's really what it was. Impressive. Michael J. Fox. I mean, everyone had that hairdo. Come on. Right? Come on. Just a little long Come in the on. back. As an all-star. I was on my, my way to Howard J. Lamade Field. Is that how you say it? Williamsport. Couldn't think of it. Fuck. Williamsport. How do you... That, you of all people. You of it's all people. Like you caught me off guard. You said Cooperstown, and it sort of blocked my real thought. You put up a, an obstacle. Rich threw a detour into my... my Train of thought. Cooperstown. Cooperstown. No, wait. What? Cooperstown. Williamsport. Every kid wanted to get to Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Now you get to Williamsport. That's a funny thought. A a thought, if you're not following the the train track of thought, I hadn't thought of Adam Shine in three years. Blew my mind. I had not thought of. Rich hadn't thought of. My little league coach, Mr. Oliver, in 35 years. And then the lessons he taught you. Yo, but spot the seed it. was planted. Since we're showing Little League photos on oh, a... Uh, is this going to be a special treat? On a random treat of a Tuesday? No, I just, I just sent you two random ones. Me at the uh, Little League Parade. Remember those memories? Marching in the Little League Parade. Oh, you were the Mets? I was luckily... They, I, I, I won the... Uh, I won the... You won the Little League Lottery. The Little League Lottery. I was on the team I liked. For Dale Mortgage Banker School? No, it's Dali. It's oh. Dali Mortgage. Yeah, it was a Cuban guy who owned it. Dali. Dali. Wow. Look at that. Look at a hat. Yeah. One of those foamy uh, Little League hats. Me, my brother, and my sister for the Little League parade. God, look at that mullet. There's a mullet. Yeah. It's a skullet. Skullet. Me, Rich, Rich is on the right, right? You have like the Scut Farkas. Rich is, the, I do. Rich is in the green shirt, right? <laughs> no, because Rich said, he said mullet, and that's all I see. Yeah. I just see your sister's Honestly, long did hair. did Rich have the Scut Farkas? <laughs> Cry, baby, cry. That's a haircut right there. Cry. How dare you? What is that? Well, and you were Dwight Gooden, Joe Montana, number 16? number sixteen. That's my lucky number ever since. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So, Jason Nichols, what's up? Homer Camacho, orale. Steve Racho, Lisa P10. Thank you, like you guys that. for hanging you out. You like that mullet, don't you? Appreciate you guys. <laughs> Thanks for all your feedback. It's a funny thought. You know, it's a two-part doozy. Yeah. Things you haven't thought about in a minute. And the reasons you do certain things, you might They're, not even realize unless you really reverse engineer the thought oh yeah, like, and oh, backtrack yeah. and rewind and right, I do be this. kind and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even little things like when someone says, hey, do you want a bagel? Most of my life I've opted for, yeah, with some butter. I'm like, why don't I do cream cheese? And then I realized cream cheese is delicious, but why don't I? And then you, you, you do reverse engineering of your life. You're like... Mom, hold on a second. Hey, mom. Oh, cream cheese is for losers. That's why. What? What was that, Dad? Cream cheese is for losers. Cream cheese is for losers. <laughs> yeah. My, hold on, mom. 
What? Do you like Richie? I just get a weird reaction to cream cheese. So we didn't have it often. There's your explanation. Dad said it was for losers, and mom had an allergic reaction. Cream cheese is for losers. But there's always an explanation as to use butter. Honestly, echoes in Rich's brain. Winners use butter. Let's let's backtrack. Ready? Let's give an example of something where it's like, well, not peculiar, but like, all right, Kavino doesn't eat seafood. Reverse engineer. Why? Because my parents didn't eat seafood. So and they were like very. Seafood. Because Big Steve once said, Yeah, shrimps, shrimps are for wimps. Yeah, shrimps are for wimps. So right. And my mom's like, Shrimps Whoa. are wimps. All oh, seafood yeah. will give you diarrhea, Steve, and yeah. oh, I don't like them. Shrimps are for wimps so. and diarrhea. Yeah. I don't eat cheese because my dad was always like, Yeah, I don't like cheese. For real. So, so everything. So if you don't think your parents have an influence, influence on you, but I had that uh, Dicky do revelation you know, what, like a year ago or so where I was like, oh, wait, maybe my childhood did have a reflection on me. It's just funny because the cheese we knew as children was craft singles. <laughs> I mean, they had major influence, like people they talked about. You just formed your opinions on them the way your parents talked about them constantly. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, he's an asshole. So that guy your dad was always talking about, you're like, yeah, he's an asshole. There was no way as a kid you're like, I think dad hey, is wrong about that guy. I, uh, Seems like a swell fella. Why do I like Steven Seagal more than Van Damme? Oh, Van Damme seems to me like a pussy. Like, I don't, like it's probably something your parents said <laughs> that you somehow kept that opinion. For sure. You made some sort of opinion based yeah. on, um, on and, the accent. But yeah, honestly, the seafood one for you is simply... Like, you're like, yeah, as a grown man now, you're like, nah, I don't do crustaceans, bro. You are missing out on all these, all this great seafood, sushi, shrimp, oysters. Yeah, but I really don't everything. like it now, yeah, but, even when I try it. Yeah, but because you subconsciously have been conditioned like for- I canceled that, you know, I canceled yeah, it out you, of my you life. You mentally canceled it out. So like, yeah, yeah. I just don't like the texture. Maybe just think of a random question. Remember when you inappropriately said to one of your uh, ex's friends, I'll eat your sushi. Yeah, I referenced that you yesterday. referenced it yesterday. Right. If you didn't, didn't eat sushi, then you actually did mean it in a negative way. <laughs> yeah, since you don't eat seafood, you were was, referring was, to her like, vagina. I was like, I'm curious because, yeah, you don't eat sushi. I don't know what I meant. And if, so I, if that's what, what I did you mean? I don't know. I was drunk and it was like the last thought that came out because of my brain. She and didn't want her sushi. Dude, it was the weakest. So you wanted her sushi. Thing I could have said. And then everyone stopped. And they're like, what's he, what did he say? I'm like, what did I just say? <gasps> Horrible. Uh, Preston. And as, why did I refer to it as sushi? This is terrible. What as, uh, yeah, it's pretty gr It's gross on every level. Yeah, it was it's like weakest. a bad joke and gross. Um, Preston said it best. Our parents, the original influencers. For sure. Um, want me to give you a list that I found, though, real quick to wrap this up? It's yeah. 10 myths your parents told you that have been debunked. I love it. These are things your parents told you. Should I get like numbers or something? No, no. Okay. Number 10. Number 10. Parents, don't crack your knuckles. You'll get arthritis early. Crack my knuckles. I heard that shit all the time. For sure. Yeah, yeah crack it. it. Do a little, uh, little, yeah, don't, don't crack, crack your knuckles. knuckles. Number nine. Debunked. Cracking your knuckles may cause weakness in your hands temporarily, but there's no proof of any reported cases of arthritis being caused by children cracking knuckles. Number nine. Good one. Parents, you know, the more you shave, the thicker the hair will grow back. Yeah, that's why I don't shave my balls. Number eight. Debunked. We all had relatives, I'm sure, at one point. 
rock the Baldo Ronaldo. You're like, what's going on? Hey. And they were hoping that their hair grew back thicker. Maybe the tips of your hair feel more stubbly, but the hair does nef- definitely does not grow back thicker. There's no registered proof of that actually happening. I think it only grew back thicker when your uh, your your Aunt Carmela shaved her mustache. I shaved my body. Carmela, you look great. A thank you, Richie. Every time I shave my beard, my dick gets thicker. <laughs> good, oh, one. Good, good one. Good one. Good one. Thanks, guys. Yeah, good yeah. one, Spot. Hey. hey thank you. <laughs> Good one. Happy Pride. You just subliminally junked me. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have nightmares. Number eight. Number eight. You know, our dog's mouth is cleaner than humans. Barf. Uh, debunked. Dogs oh. and humans have around the same amount of bacteria in their mouths. In this but house. we practice something called dental hygiene and dogs eat their own shit. In this, so. house, in this household, though, that doesn't hold true. Oh, no. As we learned yesterday, Rich wants to eat Piper shit. Uh, did say that. He did say that. No, no cap. Yeah, no no cap. cap. Okay. What do you mean, no cap? If you're confused, listen to yesterday's show. Rich said he would eat shit. Uh, there's yep, more no, to it, but no. listen to yesterday's show. No, that was it. Okay, that was it. I just want to eat Piper shit. I eat piece of shit like you for breakfast. You Piper shit for uh, breakfast. Number By the seven. Way, number seven. Don't eat banana shits at night, just in case. Yeah. Get nightmares. Good one. Uh, number seven. Number seven. Parents. You know, I read we only use 10% of our brain debunked most people really actually believe this however if you look at science to do even the simplest tasks we use just about all of our brain power in fact up to a fifth of the calories we intake a day i don't believe that because we go to little about the brain i think that i think that's a bunk debunked we only use 10 percent of our hearts i don't buy that Um, i don't buy that because they still say we're learning so much about the brain still so we're just learning about the brain i don't buy that i think what people picture is like you know, your your brain is like a device and only like 10% of it is, is activated and the rest is just sitting I, there. Yeah, I assume I when they that say that. You're using your whole brain, Spot's you're just right. not firing on all cylinders no. at all times. Spot's like right. Certain things to require certain things to be done. Have you ever had a conversation certain, with my brother? I don't think he's using I don't think he's, 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 he uses 1% of his brain. He's like, what? Yeah. What? You know, though. Florida I, ceilings. I do. There is a. Uh, you know, like the state. Yeah. What's Spot saying? I hear what he means, though, because when someone says, you know, we only use 10% of our brains, I, I'm, I'm assuming like our brain, 90% of it just sitting there dormant and 10% like sparking and we're like, man, what if we had like the ability to use it all? Like, no, it's, but if you it's, were, I feel like if you were fi- maybe not at the same time, we're using the whole brain. If you were firing on all cylinders at all times, you would, you would like explode. You'd be like that movie, uh, Lucy. Yeah. With Scarlett Johansson and her floppers. What is does using your brain really mean anyway? I don't know. I think Rich was using about 8% of it yesterday. I don't think there's any brain power used on this show. <laughs> number seven. I, was that seven? Oh, we're up to number six, number dummy. Number six. You're using, six. You can't even fucking count. Sorry. You distracted me. Number six. Number six. And this one, I'm not even joking. It's the first one on the list that I, I'm like, oh, really? Because my mother would say this. You know, it's against the law to drive with no shoes on. It's unsafe to drive in those shoes. I, on. I can't even imagine that being spoken because no one in my family would be rocking oh, no shoes along those lines. And I don't know. We didn't grow up like like, uh, like cave people like you. Along well, it's unsafe. What do you just, go to the beach? What do you what do you wear? Sneakers to the beach? You wear it's shoes unsafe. like normal people. No, people don't. Normal people don't. Just newsflash: normal people don't wear shoes to the beach. Cheese weenies wear flip flops. It's unsafe. Cheese weenies. I never saw my dad. What, what do you do? How do you dip your, What do you dip that your feet is. in the water? You take sneakers and socks off? I've never seen any man in my life. Rocking their Cheetos like that. It's unsafe. You're a um, weird, weird guy, bro. You go to the beach in shoes. In and case socks. you get, I feel like in case you get in an accident, you need like 
You have, so you have sands in your socks like my daughter at the playground. I don't wear socks. Um, you wear sneakers. My other thing is. Zapatillos oh, de tenis. Rashawn just said it. Is, I don't know if this is on the list. Driving with the light on in the car, I always thought was, was like you couldn't do it. That's not illegal at all, but exactly. we're, we're taught that if you were on like a road trip with your parents and like I you turned on the that. little center yeah. light, they had a, they had a conniption. They freaked out like, yeah, that's against the law. Shut up. I can't see. I can't see. Oh, no, the car is in the law. Oh, the police. I never got that. As an adult, I'm like, wait a second. This is no big deal at all. Though it might not be the smartest thing to do. There's no law in the books anywhere that says it's illegal to drive a car with flip-flops or barefoot, which is what a lot of people are told, especially in beach towns. Like, you know, like I've been told that forever. Oh, interesting. Here's one. Number, Number five. Number five. Number five. Parents, don't drink coffee as a kid. It'll stunt your growth. Debunked. There's no recorded cases of any type of height decrease or that height stunting because of drunk, co uh, because of coffee being drank. Kids so lifting what, weights would stunt their growth. So then what can I say to kids at Starbucks getting coffees? It'll stunt your growth, kid. By the way, you ever try to get Starbucks? After school. After school no. at three o'clock. Nope. It's a nightmare. What, you it's mean, impossible. You, you walk mean, in, you're like, oh my, what is, oh, so you got oh, to mo you, you got to beat them to the mobile order punch because they don't have that. At the milkshake insane. store. What do you mean they don't have mobile order? They got phones better than you. Bro, it's crazy how packed a Starbucks is if it's in the vicinity of a school at 3 p.m. You can't, you, you can't get a coffee. Ain't kidding. You'll walk in, you'll walk out. There's also up on Ventura. There's a Chick-fil-A that becomes a fucking nightmare. A if you yeah. want to get like an afternoon, let's say you're like running, your meals are off kilter. It's you nuts. know, in those, those days where your meals are off kilter, you're like it's three o'clock and I haven't eaten all day, but now I'm going to fuck up when I eat dinner. Try to go to a Chick-fil-A or Starbucks at three or three 30 in the afternoon. It's a fucking hang. It's crazy. They take, they take over. All right. Um, anywhere by number, school. Oh, sorry. Number four. We have to number Do We do number five yet. I don't think we did. I think you, you just, just said five. Oh, did I? Okay. Number you guys four. Are terrible. For pop radio guys, you guys stink. Zush fucking nailed it. He he predicted this one just now on our feedback. Gum takes seven years to digest. I hate that. Parents. If you swallow gum, you know it stays in your system for years. Uh debunked. There's actually no truth at all to this. Gum is just like corn. Your body can digest it. It stays in your system the same amount of time as any other food. It's just that your body doesn't break it down as well. So you just sort of shit out gum more whole than other foods. Whole foods. Number three. If you pee in the pool, the water will turn blue. I thought that was real. If you pee in the pool, the water will turn blue. There there is a this is a that? tactic used by parents to prevent their kids from peeing in the pool. There's actually no chemical that we know of that added to a pool could change colors if you pee. That's funny, man. Because I thought that there might be. <laughs> I've been duped. Duped. Now you can let loose. It's a good one, though. Rich, you should find, you should see, you should search it if there is a chemical that does it in your pool. And you should put it in your pool and see what happens. Yeah. By the way, they do this all the time, but they recently did a, a study at these Vegas pools, like high-end Vegas pools, like the Cosmo. I don't want to know. Don't say it. Like E. coli. I like, don't want to know. They found so much like ass remnants. That it's just gross. There's a bunch of ass in there. Yeah, it's gross. Like Sebastian. But not the, not the ass you're thinking, though. Like, oh, look at all that ass. Oh, I my mean, God, there's ass. I mean, everyone jumps in the pool, 
Everyone might have ass remnants. Yeah, but ass remnants, people are peeing. No one cares, dude. Pre-jizz, because everyone's making out. It's gross. Uh, really is gross. Pre-jizz and ass remnants? Yeah. That's why I, I uh, like the so lazy... I'll see you in Vegas. I like the lazy river at MGM because it keeps things moving. Oh, so it's a flowing, it's flowing. ass remnants. Flowing. And no, preaches. I think the movement kind of filters out all the nastiness. Yeah, the movement of preaches and ass remnants. They found all sorts of shit that could kill you. Number two. Number two. You swallow up to eight spiders a year while you're sleeping. It's not real because I still believe it. Oh, Debunked. This is one of the all-time great urban legends. There's Debunked. absolutely no research anywhere on earth that could prove this. Do you think there's a research study about people sleeping with spiders? As far as we know, it's the most bogus, lame lie ever told by parents. How could you ever, how could someone ever determine how many spiders you eat a year? You know, sleep studies. Yeah, but who? Do you think Capture there's people? <laughs> sleep <laughs> studies? Like, yeah, we're doing, we've got millions of dollars of uh, funding for a spider in your mouth study. Doc, do I have sleep apnea? No, but you have 10 spiders a night. Oh, they serve 10? Uh, oh, this, this is a lame one for number one. Number one! Number one. Dogs one, are one, colorblind one, and only one. see black and white. According to a new study, dogs actually see colors the way we do. They may see red, green. They may be red, green, colorblind like some adults, but they don't just see black and white. So there you go. Definitely one I believe for sure. There's a few good ones in there. Number one. About this one? My mom always told me my dad was an asshole. Is that true? That's but true. your father. That's true. He's an asshole. I've Richie, seen, your father's an asshole. I've seen your dad make comments on oh, that. Oh, that's an asshole. Richie, what's the problem? Never listen to dad. Oh, yeah. I don't, I heard you an asshole. Rich. Yeah. Dad's an asshole. Your stupid father. Yeah. Right? No, uh, you grew up thinking, my dad is dumb. Why, why, why do I think that? Oh, because mom always said it. That's why. Your stupid father did it. said he was stupid. Yeah. Did, I, did, I, I think, did I tell you? That's why. I, I don't know if I told you. I think I told you, but I also told uh, Nicole my, uh, my parenting fail with Emmy as far as I thought I, for a minute, I was like, oh, that's a smart thing to do. There was a minute where Emmy was scared to go to sleep because she thought, pterodactyls were going to get her and I was like Emmy I had to do the whole baby dinosaurs you know she now knows this but I was like dinosaurs lived millions of years ago they're all gone there's no dinosaurs at all but anymore did they lived the way we and then think they lived. yeah and then then humans came millions of years after that we don't we never lived with dinosaurs so I promise you baby if you go to sleep right now I'll lay with you but pterodactyls, I promise you, no pterodactyls are going to get you while you're sleeping. And then she, she was still like, but the pterodactyls. I'm like, all right, well, you know what? Pterodactyls. You know those little nightlights? Pterodactyls. I'm sure Melody had one. Hello, like Pee-wee. It's a little... Remember Terry from Pee-wee's Playhouse? Yeah. Very good to see you, Pee-wee. It's like a turtle or a little elephant. It's a little light where the shell of the turtle lights up the room. I love it. Yeah, she had the turtle one. Yeah, the turtle one. I put it on the blue light and I go, Emmy, well, get this. I'm going to put your blue light on because pterodactyls are scared of blue light. So as long as you keep this light on, they won't come anywhere near here. So then I was like, so there are pterodactyls. I'm like, oh, fuck. Why did I say that? <laughs> so so then, then, then I was like, I was quick oh, on her part. Oh, wait a minute. So, I mean, no, there's no pterodactyls. But if there were, they're scared of blue lights. Fuck. So. You know, there is a theory that dinosaurs didn't exist the way we think. 
I mean, there's theories that they didn't look the way we think. I mean, they may have feathers. 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 We, don't know colors, we, don't, we know nothing. I, there's a lot of theories with solid backup that they lived in shallow waters. Oh. And oh. that's why they're shaped the way they were, and that's why their fossils are found where we find them. And in the water. Waters. I get fascinated. What the more I look up dinosaur stuff, because the kids are both obsessed. So basically, they're just flo- you know floating around and yeah. Um, the feather thing is something that I found interesting because that was only over the last like, so like decade. You in a pool? Over the last decade, just floating around. Over the <laughs> last decade, that whole like hey, you know dinosaurs that became like more of a fun story. Like dinosaurs may have all had feathers, and any depiction of a dinosaur is a complete guess. Mm-hmm. Color, yes. skin. Anything where it's all just guessing. We're guessing until they we're guessing what a species looked like that lived millions of years ago. So they bring them all back like uh, Jurassic Park. So about the new one. I was outsmarted by a kid. Yes. I can't wait for the new yeah. one. She was really paying attention. That's that's the good. Uh, part. Can I, I, I I'm at the stage now and I have a, I have another fun list I want to get to. I know you love lists, is but this is a fun list. so I can do my fun. This is a fun list. Again? It's a list of things that white people say. Oh, boy. Oh, I love white people. <laughs> These are good ones. But I got to show you what I had to buy two of. They're, they're you, on something wild. You with Melody, you lucked out in that when you have two kids that are close enough in age, mm-hmm. you, you almost get to the point where you have to buy two of everything unless you want them fighting over the one thing. So right. I'll show you what I have. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. So thank you guys for being here. Rich is going to find what he bought two of. Speaking of things to buy. Butt plugs. This week, new summer merch. There's a new CNR summer line of t-shirts and summer goods coming your way at shop.cavinoenrich.com. We're revamping the entire store. Yeah, which is where I got this shirt. Big Steve's Turtle Museum. Oh, cool. Oh, I was right. Is this a Megasaurus? I was right. They are puppets. <laughs> Megasaurus. <laughs> Can you please leave those For on Pride the Month? from now on? Oh look, a lick a lot of puss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got that you, you pressed the button on its tail. What happened? These are these are fucking top notch. Oh, hit it, hit the button. Ah Ah These are cool, right? They are pretty cool. Are their T Rex arms really that little though? Yeah, that's what they think. Like little arms. Look at those little arms. Yeah, give me, give me a one shot on this bad boy. Little arms like that. That's why they never paid for dinner. Yeah. So. Two of everything, bro. Couldn't reach their wallets. Two of everything. That's pretty dope. That is pretty dope. I get one of those. Someone got that for Emmy's birthday. No, someone got it for Emmy. And then Ben was like, ah, I was like, fuck, we got to get a second. I want one too. Jen Brown. I agree. It's a pretty big hole in the mouth. It's pretty cool. Super dope. Baby James needs one of these. No, but then I got to get Gwenny Goo one. That's true. Gwenny same. Goo. What happens if you put it in your butt and then you hit the button? Sorry. Munch on my nuts, this guy. So, I feel like I'm guilty. <laughs> it was me. I feel like I'm guilty. Um, of oh. a lot of these things. This is a list of Sounds about right. Things that white people love saying. Man, white people are on something. White people be tripping. White people be tripping. I could see Rich and Sarah playing with those on an edible night. Sarah! (laughs) Sarah! 
I feel like we're in the land before time. I feel like this is some good shit if you can't reach some shit behind the couch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like one of those things. Yeah. It's your sock. <laughs> A boot. So. Rubber tire. Things that all white people say. And is it white people or is it all people? You tell me. That's another question. Okay. All right. I mean, I don't know. But let's hear it. But I feel like these are designed for like, not even me. Like, Super these are designed like, for like, like stepdad Gary's. I mean, there's at, a lot of stepdad Gary's at restaurants or stuff like yeah. that. All right. God, I'll start with this. I'll, I'll, I'll just keep scrolling. This is uh, shit white people love to say. When the food is taking too long, what are they doing? Killing the chicken back there? That's definitely one of those dad jokes. Yeah. What are they? What are yeah, they what's killing the? What are, are these they, just all dad jokes? You know, Rambo Dad, that guy I like. Yeah. He's definitely used that one. Oh yeah, for sure. Like things dad say at a restaurant. White, <laughs> you know what white people love saying? Yeah. <laughs> There's my cardio for the day after they walk up a staircase. <laughs> white people love saying, "Not getting far without these." When they come back out in the house, when they forgot their keys. Say that one again. Not getting far without these. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I can see that for sure. Uh, but hold on. You asked the question. Is that something that everybody would say? Just Or just white know. dads? I don't know. It's funny. My dad never forgets his keys. You know why? Because he has like a janitor ring of keys on his belt buckle with a hook on it. It's constantly. You hear my dad jingling everywhere he goes. That's how he knew dad was home. I hear his keys like, is dad a janitor? What do you need all those keys for? I don't know. Why does he have so many keys? Because he had a vending company. I think he just kept these. all the keys. I have no idea. But he had like a key to like 100 vending machines? Still, so keeps, kept them, ring? still keeps the thing hooked on his belt buckle. Yeah. He, he, ain't going. he never forgets them. I think these are funny. I, 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 I don't break out. I really, I rarely break out lists, but I thought this was a good one. It was more of just a compilation of tweets. Jim Ramsey's going to love this. White people love saying, ooh, these are dangerous after having a new good snack. <laughs> ooh, these are dangerous. That's funny to do that. I, I don't know. <laughs> I can see Jason Brown saying that. Trader shit. Joe's. You know, did you ever have those orange chocolatey sticks from Trader Joe's? They're very addictive. The what? They're like orange, like they're orange, but covered in chocolate little sticks. No, it sounds good. Though. They're really good. They just released watermelon once, and I had those yesterday, and I was like, oh, these are dangerous. Dangerous. Huh? Preston's got a good one. If something you buy doesn't ring up at the register, huh, must be free. <laughs> That's one of those rainbow dad jokes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, white people love saying, well, I loosened it up for you. After asking someone to help open a jar and they open it with ease. I don't know. No, I definitely have said that. I, I feel like everybody says that. White people love saying, well, I'll be sure to stay off the road. When someone young gets their license, definitely said that. <laughs> so good white. one. I mean, I can picture all these, so they're great. White people love using the bathroom before leaving a restaurant. They come out shaking their hands dry, saying, "Quote, ready to rock and roll." Oh, <laughs> for sure. I don't go anywhere without pee first. White people love saying, "What's the damage when getting the check?" I feel like definitely done that. This is more of a dad thing than white people think. yeah these are like very dad things all right, but I think they're, right. they're white dad things uh, what, white uh, dad things they love saying knock knock out loud instead of actually knocking knock knock <laughs> it's a funny one definitely done that 
white people love saying we came at the right time when the line gets really long oh, behind that, them. I said that yesterday. <laughs> Swear to God. You're at Trader Joe's? No, at the uh, gym. I was leaving the gym with Kristen and I'm like, oh, we came at the right time. White people <laughs> love saying, get these away from me after having one oh, or two chips. Said I, that yesterday I with those watermelon <laughs> chocolate sticks. My half white side. I say that all the time. Uh, well, there you go. There, there's enough. I, I say I all those things. Enough of the list today. I thought it was, I thought it was fun. I thought both, both. The first one was impromptu because I. Uh, I see what you did. West in Idaho says he feels attacked right now. All those things have been ingrained in my head. I know. You don't need to add to the nerdy where white guy stigma. Where did we get those from? Where did those like come from? Do, are they just handed down by to, to generations? Generations, generations you know what? of things that dads say. Kavino pointed out the Rambo guy on TikTok and Instagram. He there's said everyone. There's else. another guy that cracks me up. It's like a handsome young guy that always does these videos where he transforms into his dad. I don't think I've seen it. I feel like you've sent it to me. Maybe I have. He's like a handsome guy. I'm a big fan of the and all of a sudden guy he that... sees like his dad hands him down like a pair of like. New Balance, a polo oh, shirt, yes, that guy. Like yeah. he, he's like a handsome dude that transforms from like cool young guy to like dad wardrobe and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that video, but yeah. I didn't know that was like his constant gimmicks. Oh, yeah. They, they, he, oh. Has, he has constant gimmicks. Like his dad's like, you could do it. They're at a restaurant like, and he does the whole like. His oh. famous videos that when he becomes like a man and he's, he rocks the dad wardrobe for the first time. Like Chris, Chris Frey brought up, this is, you know, you've seen the line of progressive commercials where it's like, you know, when people are becoming their parents. Yeah. Those are great. So it's, it's like, I feel like we all become our parents eventually. Live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. Do you have signs on your wall with motivational phrases? Quinoa. So oh, hold on. I th Spot, I think I found one that, I think I found one and then we'll, we'll move on. Because I have a, a great observation from yesterday that I think is going to get people Don't rolling, their, rolling their eyes. Don't overhype. Don't overhype it. Don't overhype it. You're trying to tell me you don't think I could get people rolling their eyes? Don't no, but you said a great observation. Oh, it's a good one. I like it's a mean, doozy. I feel like you're about to overhype it. I feel like you overhyped it already. I took a yeah. I took a master class with stepdad uh, stepdad Gary. <laughs> I know all of them. I feel like you're about to. The spot. I just sent you a TikTok video on our CNR text message page. This guy's pretty funny. And then we'll move on to some great observations. Do you have the dad wardrobe thing because that's what I'm looking yeah. for. Oh, you do. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a funny. All video. right, you guys. How was oh. everything? <laughs> Looking at his empty plate. Uh, the best one is when he realizes he's becoming his dad with the clothes. I think yeah. that's no, that, that was the really, viral. Yeah, that, that guy's funny. really funny. That is funny. Funny dude. All right. Um, yes. There's a there's a bunch of stuff to get to. Let me let me. Uh, is there? Wait, well, you don't got much today. I mean, no. I was just yeah. I was just oh. I was just saying. I was just making conversation. I'm gonna name two people. The celebrated birthday today. You tell me who's older. Okay. Emily Ratajkowski. The dinosaur. And Michael Sarah. Oh. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah's older. For sure. How much older? Like 10 years older. Two years. I'm going to take a two. Michael Sarah was in super bad. That shit is like yeah, a but long Michael time. Sarah, I can't, you can't judge Michael Sarah because he look, he's looked like he's 12 for like 
30 years. Now he looks That's like an old good question. Yeah, so he's like 10 years older than Emily Ratatouille. He's 36, and she turns 31 today. Okay, so five, five years. years. All right. Who's older and by how much? Okay. I like this. Liam Neeson celebrates a birthday today. I will find you. And Tom Jones celebrates a birthday oh, today. Oh, Tom Jones is definitely older. And it's I'm not gonna, unusual. I'm going to say by... What's new, Pussycat? 15 years. I think the question is, who had more panties thrown at them? Well, Ooh. Liam Neeson in his Star Wars days? After the first taken? I will fight you. Or Tom Jones. And I will kill you. Mm. I'm going to say I'm going to say Tom Jones Tom 15 Jones. years. Give me, I mean, give me I, the ages. My guess ages is Tom Jones thinking? is way Tom older. Jones is I got it. Ready? 85. Yeah, Tom Jones is like 80 And Liam something. Neeson is 70. Liam Neeson barely 70. Neeson turns 70 today. Tom Jones 82. Oh, so you close. guys are good at this. Not bad. So close. Not yeah. bad. I, I mean, Tom Jones is old. Tom Jones is old. <laughs> I mean, He's really old. What's old, Pussycat? Tom Jones. What's old, Pussycat? And I'll give you two more. Dave whoa, Navarro. Whoa, whoa. He's older than you think. I mean, he was in Jane's Addiction, you know, fucking feels like 30 years ago. Dave Navarro. Years ago. And Carl Urban, who plays oh, Carl Billy Urban. Butcher on The Boys, which like started Carl. up season three. The, so the, the main the character looks like Brad Pitt with yeah, yeah, a black yeah. beard, though. Yeah, this dude right Black bearded Brad Pitt. This guy right here. All right, I oh. know who he is. Billy Butcher. Billy um, Butcher um, or Dave Navarro? Dave Navarro's older. Dave Navarro's older, man. Actually, uh, Carl Urban's been an actor for a long time, <clears> but I'm still going to say Dave Navarro's older. I'm going to say Dave Navarro is 50. Carl Urban's like 47. Navarro's 55. I was going to say Navarro, Navarro has to be older than that because I'm 46 in yeah. a month. Oh, yeah. Navarro is 55 and Dude, Billy, the Billy Butcher. Carl Urban is 50 today. Oh, okay. And by the way, I'm starting it tonight because I'm wrapping up. I have like a half an episode of Stranger Things left. And I say half because each episode's like an hour and a half. Yeah. But they're good. Man. They're good. I'm like 30 minutes and into the final half. episode. And I was dozing. So I said, stop it. Don't, I don't want to. It's such a great mix don't of, give anything away. of 80s don't cheese and away. corny, but still intense and scary. It's scary. Don't give anything away. The comic relief of the that dude. Of the, the, the Argyle. The, 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 the guy, the guy that's with. Uh, but Steve is funny. Argyle and Steve. And yeah, yeah. But I'm Steve. I'll be saying the comic relief of the dude that thinks he knows karate. Don't give anything away. Yeah, that guy. What's that about? Yeah, that dude. It's hilarious. Winona's guy? Yeah, Winona's Winona friend. Did, yeah, her friend. Yeah, the whole... Exactly. Mm. Like, that's goofy, but still funny. Serious, yeah. It's, it's so, cool. It's like, they do such a great job of that. It's a great balance on that show. I feel like you're giving things away. No, that's it's good. fun. By naming I characters? It, by the way, last night. Did it end on a... Uh, Fantastic. It ended on a note where you're excited for the second half? Or the, yeah. it left you cliffhanging? Yeah, so good. Stallone style? So Ooh. good. Loved it. Loved it. Is that, Murray, is, that Murray, Murray, is that Murray from Stranger Things? Is that the guy she's th we're talking about? Yeah, they Murray. stepped it up. Season four, next level. Yeah, where... Murray. Yeah, Murray. Thank you, Carrie Kuhneman. Murray is fantastic on Stranger Things. Yeah, he is. He's supposed you to know. strange. Murray, like, all of a sudden, is oh, yeah. a badass. That's all we're saying. Yeah, he's like he's and cool. Funny. He's cool in a funny way. He's, yeah, he's, he's like a, been a funny character actor the past couple of years. He grabs his nuts in this one. Yeah. But... Just great characters, he was fun, in, uh, 80s. Gotta love it. He's in The Other Guys. He was, remember he was the husband of, the, of Christina. So last oh. night, that's what I did. I watched some Stranger Things. Murray. Christineth. Murray. Uh, Brett Gelman, the guy that plays Murray on Stranger Things. The guy with the be the balding guy with the beard that hangs out with uh, Winona. You're coming to my house. Is he trying to tap that? Just say What's my wife's on? name right. No, he's the dude. 
Yeah. Spot's right. The other guys with Will Ferrell. Remember Will Ferrell? The whole joke throughout the movie is that he's like a ladies man and, ever, and Mark Wahlberg doesn't get it. Yeah. Like his wife is who? Uh, Barely, but yeah. Penelope Cruz. Yeah. His ex is another no. hot actress. Ava Mendez. Come on. Ava, yeah. Is it? It wasn't Penelope Cruz? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Ava Mendez. And his ex is also someone beautiful. And again, Mark Wahlberg doesn't get it, but the new guy is Murray Bellman. Uh, the guy that plays Murray Bellman. Funny actor. Great season. Anyone since. Yeah, see? There he is. <laughs> Christina's your husband. It's, it's oh, awkward. no, he knows all this. You're a lucky dog. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christina, this is a lovely house. It's Christina. Are you stupid or are you deaf? Christina! You idiot! You come to our house, you get my wife's name right! What? Christina! Look, we really appreciate the hospitality <laughs> and... Uh, Funny so scene. he's in Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, he's funny. Hop is great. Hop is badass. All right. Um, See, give it away. How? I didn't know he was back. I alluded to it in the, the trailer spot. I assumed he was in the other side. Maybe he or is. Or in Russia or wherever Maybe he is. Maybe he is. Maybe that's what happened. Way to ruin it for me. Fun um, show. Fun show. So you know what? Based on Stranger Things, let me jump to this first then. Get your jump. I know, I know Kavino's answer. I think it's going to be, of course it does, bro. You don't know me. If he says, of course it does, bro, then I do know you. There's a song that no one gave a fuck about in the 80s by Kate Bush that is now a top 10 song in the US on the Billboard charts because it was streamed millions of times yeah, on my daughter likes this song. on Spotify, on Pandora, mm -hmm. on Apple, on Amazon. It's got mil tens of millions of streams, which is now calculated in the Billboard chart. So this song by Kate Bush, which didn't was considered a stifferoo in the '80s, meaning I looked at the '80s on a playlist because we have access. Up until this, that what it wasn't even on the '80s on a playlist. Yeah, well, I've never. I'm pretty consistent. Never been a fan of Bush. <laughs> but Kate Bush, what's the name of the song? Is it like running up? The, oh, running up that hill. Running up that hill. Because it's played Never throughout season four of Stranger Things, kids are like, yeah, what's this song? And a 35, 40-year-old song kids that was it. a stiff. Isn't that amazing? A amazing. Stiff. But what's my, of course, bro. What's the gun? I saw, my question is, does that count now? Fuck yeah, it counts in life. No, meaning like it's like the it's just the searching for sugar man theory. Yeah, everyone has their their day and time. Like you're not you're not done until it's over. But it didn't connect and in 1980. Actually, but now it's connecting. Can, you, it can still hit when it's over. Fuck, crank this up. I think Let's that's hear this. great. Let's hear this stiffero. Very 80s. I mean, I think most of us know the song. I, I don't know, know the song. It, when I tell you, it wasn't even on the 80s I mean, on I definitely 8. definitely know the song. Bro, it wasn't in the 80s on 8 catalog, which means it that wasn't even considered a song worthy of a decade. It, people know it. This is, uh, they, but it wasn't a big hit. I agree. It's not, it was not a big hit. I know. I can tell you that. Yeah. You're you know, not even looking it up. You know where it's been all these years? In uh, Mark Goodman's uh, pleasure, pleasure chest. chest. Pleasure chest. <laughs> Remember but the time uh, they found it in Martha Quinn's ass You know, now I'm hearing it. It's like sort of catchy, but the reality was... In 1980, whenever anyway, it came Kate out. Kate Bush, she did. Spot. Mark Goodman. What year? 81. 
Well, the show takes place in 86. Oh, so yeah, so prior to 86. Prior to 86, at least. Yeah, this season is based in 86. Running up that hill and deal with God by Kate Bush. The song came out in August of 1985. Well, you know what? It the, the theme is without giving away the plot line. It's someone on the show's favorite song and it's played throughout, but like played a lot, played a lot like Berlin, take my breath away in the first Top Gun movie. Like it's played a lot. I only noticed it once. No, it's played, a few, it's, played a, it's played a few times. Like even if it's in, in the, the background, background a couple times and it plays a very important part in the show. Mm -hmm. It does. So my, my, it's funny you bring it up because my daughter, we had this conversation just like two days ago. She's like, she loves that song now. Well, so because it's I, like, I even said to her, I was like, yeah, wasn't that popular? You know what it's because like? Because it's a uh, miss, um, it's almost, it doesn't matter to a kid today, but a kid's going to assume that this must have been a big song in the 80s. And I was like, yeah, it really wasn't, but I, I knew this. I definitely know the song. You know what it has? It has almost, eh, nah, I'm wrong. Forget it. What? It's going to say it almost has like a little mysterious Billie Eilish feel, but it doesn't, but it has something, it has something going on though, where it seems Straight a little like total, it's a little melodic in a strange, I don't know. It it's fits into what a younger person would think is cool, a cool throwback. Like I someone think. said it and I agree. It's very like new wavy kind of. Yeah, but also dark though. Yeah. Cause it seems like it's, it's not your typical major chord, like happy song. John ZL says Edgar Allan Poe died, died broke. That doesn't take away from his brilliance. True. So to answer your question, oh, of course, bro, does it count now all these years later? Is she alive, by the way? Kate Bush? Because that's awesome. Yeah, I love that story, man, because it was just maybe too ahead of its time. Maybe that's the case. Something, for yeah. whatever reason, it didn't resonate then, she and it resonates now. That shit counts. years old right now. That's amazing. Well, hold on. She released now, a kids statement. kids love that shit. Let that's me read fucking, this. that's the cool, that's so cool. You know, you think that your shit had no impact, or, and then years later you realize it did. Like, or, or you get that. She said it was recognition. really exciting. Yeah, you might have heard that the first part of the fantastic, gripping new series of Stranger Things has been released on Netflix. It features the song "Running Up That Hill," which is being given a whole new lease on life by young fans who love the show, and I love it too. Because of this, "Running Up the Hill." is charting around the world and has entered the top 10. It's all really exciting. It's amazing. Thank you so much for so all for the new story. people who have supported this song. You know, it's funny too, on social media, you know, there are moments where you know, the little girls listening to that song on her headphones, but they put in a different song Yeah, just yeah. to make a joke with yeah. it. You know, I, she's, she's listening to like Danger Zone. Yeah, something else. Yeah, but I think, of course it counts, Kavino. I think but awesome. a lot of times, I guess my observation is a lot of times when a song gets... Wife left town with a banana. When a, when a song gets second life... That's all I'll get is do one day. When a song gets second life... That's like someone finding Tickle Sack years from now. I, that's my And hope. then recognizing that's the brilliance said. of the songs we I know made. you guys have, have tight mud <clears throat> holes, but if we, if we release like videos on, on TikTok... Imagine some kid, right? Some kids, like my, my daughter's friends, right? They're like... These songs were treasures. Right. I'm going to make videos and of you, these songs. See, and you made it hard. All of a sudden, we're like famous and viral. Well, not like, anymore. Where are the guys? Not anymore. Because you made no, it hard for taxes. <laughs> yeah, but still. There, well, goes, our, there goes our dream. I, I, want you to, uh, Legends. I want you to put on your thinking cap for 10 seconds, though. Oh, man. A lot of times when a song gets second life, it was pretty big the first time around. And the second time around, it's sort of like a rebirth, like build me up buttercup. Of slick. Um, 
I'm trying to think, like, build me a buttercup because cool. of what? Like that. Something about Mary. Like, there, there have been times where oldies got a second revival because of... Hey, Mary. I only looked this up. Songs with a second life. Because they're usually... That's a fun topic. There's usually, like, a vibe that it was a hit first. That's why this Kate Bush thing is pretty cool because it wasn't like, oh, that was a popular 60s song they are using. This is a, a stiff from the 80s that the record label called a failure. And she was probably thinking, oh, I love that song, but it never connected. Failure, but I'm telling you, people know that song. If they were conscious of in the 80s. Well, not conscious. Yeah. You're picking your nose. I was a kid in the 80s, and I don't know the song, bro. You're listening to Piledriver. I definitely know that song. All right. But I'm not denying it was a, a song stiff. that charted not even but in the I top 30. But I remember hearing that song It was on the never radio. even on a countdown. doesn't matter. It was our I first single. Song. It was on the UK single chart. I'm not. I'm not denying that it was a stiff. I'm just saying that it's a known song. It's no, not like it people don't know it. Top thirty on the Billboard Hot 100. Queen Bohemian and, Rhapsody is a great example yeah, of a song that was a monster hit, but then because of Wayne's World and and other pop culture moments, that song, that song is charted, I believe, three times, three or four times. Bohemian Rhapsody has charted multiple times. Mariah Carey is the Christmas song every year that charts, but that's a different different so story. It was, let's see. Franz says, I love 80s music. Don't know it. It's obscure, Kavino. It is. It was actually... It was if there's a database of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of songs it's from the song 80s... It's a song that was played on the radio. It was it's, used as a theme for... Where? It was probably bigger in the UK. It was where? used as a theme All the fucking for... country, probably. But it just didn't chart. It's like, if you were alive, you might know that song. What, what? I was alive right. in 86. I was 10. So I remember hearing that song. So, so, so. I know that song. So what did the chart? What I'm are, not saying what it are the wasn't based on. Dude, there's a lot of stiffs that people know the song. But what are the, I heard one this morning. He's so shy. Pointer Sisters. I know that fucking song. Was it a hit? Probably not. Yeah, like. Uh, but I know it. 913. I don't know who they are. Said so definitely listen to the song. Born in 1968. I'm just so saying it, it's a known song, but it was. A, I'm not denying that it was a stiff. I'm he's saying so but shy. Peaked at number three. Well, big hit for the Pointer Sisters. It's a fucking weak song. Who the fuck's playing that now? But he's Nobody. so shy was a top song. I, I'm only saying because back song. then there was no streaming. Guess what? I didn't have this Kate Bush album. Fair, fair enough. And I know the song. Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. But back then, Billboard charts were based solely on radio airplay because there was no such thing as yeah, streaming or YouTube 30, or anything. So it, it got so some it, airplay. No, a, a spot. Do you have a program? A th when a song peaks at number 30, that's like the record labels frustrated, mad, and that gets maybe two weeks. Like if Mikey Piff adds a song to Hits 1, right? And it peaks at number 30. You know how long that song's on Hits 1? Two weeks? So yeah. you're really recounting a, a maybe a, a few week period that you knew that song a couple times. Not buying it. Okay, fine. I'm telling you how I'm not, it I, works. I admit but. it wasn't fucking Madonna. It wasn't Blondie. It wasn't Michael Jackson. It wasn't even in the conversation, but I know that song. And it wasn't because of a three. I love period. how people that don't know the radio world, like top 30 is pretty yeah, relevant. Dude, there's, there's top 30 is not relevant. There's top more options now. So of course it doesn't have the oh shelf life. God. Top 30 song could have lasted longer back then. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I love it. I work in radio. I don't know. I that. love it. But you're telling me what I lived, and I know. No, no, I. You like, are I a music song. savant. No, I'm I just wasn't. Saying, I was just a little kid, I'm, fucking playing little league. You're an idiot. And savant. I was ten years old in '86, so I know that. I remember that song, a hundred percent. Remember it. But I also am very well aware to know that it was not a hit. Yeah. I agree with you. It was not believe, a hit. I believe. Which is why the story is amazing. You so I'm not denying you that. Like you're, 
you were young in the eighties. So your knowledge, you, like he has four years on you. Yeah. And that four years gives him more cognition in the eighties. I would argue my knowledge of eighties music is strictly from just like absorption of major hits, hits and then like exposure in the nineties. So like he was there in the eighties. So it's like he was, I remember it. Yeah. How else would I know it? It's the equivalent of you remembering a song. I promise from you no one bought a K Bush CD in my CD. family. 86 album cassette. Okay. Hey, listen, you're, you're right on this one, brother. Um, whatever, dude. <laughs> I mean, I was only alive. I know. I'm telling you, I mean, I I'm, I'm, where would I hear it? I don't know. Fucking uh, my Fisher Price, my first Sony. You know, that'd be, like, that'd be like me saying, hey, a show, a show debuted on CBS at uh, it got canceled and aired three episodes and never heard of again. And you're like, yo, bro, everyone knows that. I mean, it's well, it's a similar thing. Top thirty is not. Top thirty is stiff. Not really. No, it, it's the Billboard top. 200 no it's it's isn't it top 100 no, no. it is hot 100 the billboard hot 100 right 100 i mean so 30 is not that bad top 40 became top 30 right and if you are on the outside looking into that that is not a hit and I'm, I know you say you don't care about the charts, but that charts are hit. based on I radio airplay, which means hit. if it never but I'm if just it, making the point that it's not an unknown song not an unknown song I even had, I had this exact, I told Melody, it wasn't a big song, but I knew it. That's Pop. all I'm saying. I knew it. Just a recognizable song. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the feedback. Uh, songs that got a second life. Old time rock and roll because of risky business. Bob Seger. That's true. And by the way, Tom Cruise was not wearing sunglasses. Fun Mandela fact. effect. Mandela effect. Um, the Beatles twist and shout because of Ferris Bueller. Oh, good one. Great one. Peter Gabriel in your eyes. Cusack holding up the boom box. Good one. That, was, like, that was more kind of contemporary. I thought it was from that movie. Yeah. Righteous bros. Unchained Mel. Hold on. That one's debunked. I think that's from the soundtrack. And wasn't it around the same time? Yeah. Which one? Righteous brothers. Yes. For um, sure. From ghost. Peter Gabriel in your eyes was considered a mild mid charter used three and a half years later in the movie. So it, yeah, so it was kind of, it was like a song like that happens today once in a while where a song was like, no, yeah, that we released that in 2019 and no one cared. Now they do. I just looked at it yeah. always as part of that sound. Well, I guess, yeah, it's kind of like, you know what that happens now that happens now because of TikTok. like there'll be an artist. that's like, yeah, that song was like my first single. No one cared. And now it's popular on TikTok. So, uh, righteous bros on chain melody. 1994. Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody. Big one. God. No, 91. Ghost came out in 90, 90, 90, 90, 90. 90. 90. Stuck in the Middle with You by Steeler's Wheel because of Reservoir Dogs. The Knack, My Sharona, Reality Bites. What about you lost that loving feeling? Did you say. Oh, Spot, Miserloo by Dick Dale from Pulp Fiction. That's a big one. Did you That's say you've lost that loving feeling? Top Gun. Top Gun. Hangover, Phil Collins. I'm sure Hangovers. that got a little spike. Elton John, Candle in the Wind, got a second life because of Princess Diana's death when he did like the remix. Well, he, did, he remade the song. He remade the song with uh, some different words. Sweet Caroline from Neil Diamond be, got a rebirth because of stadiums. Yeah. Decided to all use it. Specifically, the Boston Red Sox were the first to use Sweet Caroline as their like seventh or eighth inning song. And that one. got second life. That's about it. About uh, Flowers on the oh. Wall from Pulp Fiction. Uh, Fight Club, The Pixies, Where's the Mind? Where's my mind? On the wall. That's a good one. <clears throat> that don't bother me at all. Pulp Fiction soundtrack was bomb. Tiny Dancer and Almost Famous. Oh, that's a good one. 
Don't Fear the Reaper, Blue Oyster Cult, Saturday Night, Night Live uh, with more, Will Ferrell. More cowbell. cowbell, right? It's more cowbell, yeah. I still think it's an amazing story, man, nonetheless, that this song. Oh, I think it's great for her. Yeah. Got some, got the props that it deserves. Don't Stop Believing with the Sopranos finale. I mean, come on. I also think it's a, it's a sign of that the world wasn't ready for it back then, but it is now. I think that's so cool. Succeed. Oh, Fleetwood Mac dreams. The TikTok dude with the raspberry, the, the juice. Dogface. Dogface. Remember the guy that was skateboarding with the, with the cranberry juice? Yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Remember that song hit the top. It hit, uh, like, I think the top 20 in iTunes sales because of that fucking guy record, on a skateboard. For the record, I love that song. Before. Fleetwood Mac thanked him. Do you remember Dogface. they yeah. thanked him? Whatever his name was. Stand By Me, Benny King from Stand By Me. It's a lot, really, when you really when you think about it. There you have it. It's an amazing story. Yeah. Don't let the little uh debate in the middle take away from something we both. Yeah, agree whether on or not it whether or not it was it wasn't a famous song. Whether or not I people agree. yeah, whether or not people knew it or not, the reality is it went from an obscure song that some people knew, some people didn't. Put it this way, to if, if you're a top a kid, ten song. If you're a kid now, you're you're not hearing that song anywhere. Yeah. But I was a kid then, so I remember it. You're a kid now. You didn't hear that on 80s on 8. You never heard that song anywhere. Well, you heard it on Stranger uh, Things, and now you think it's the coolest song, and it's getting crazy props. I think that's awesome. Here's a question, then. This is, this is more the administrative question. You know, what, know what it makes you feel bad about, though, Rich? What if you're, like, kind of a weird dude? You were a weird dude when you grew up, right? And you love that song, and you're like, no, 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 how no. come no one else does? No, but again, time and place, right? What if you were that song? But if you existed now as a kid, you were like the coolest kid going. Like Spot, how he says if he grew up somewhere outside yeah. of New Jersey. If I grew up in the South. I'd Spot be, was like I a Southern slated. beefy guy opposed oh to like, surround, just, he was surrounded by Guido. He was surrounded by Guidos in a town where women love Guidos. If you were a computer nerd back then, you're like a little kid who was like, I was hey, a nerd. not into sports. I was a nerdy, chubby kid. I'm rigging things up and computer stuff and, you know. Now you're a slave in the South. Nerd. Nerd. Now you're like, kids are like, yeah, he's really smart. This is great. Like, this kid's kind of cool. Um, just grew up in the wrong, just the wrong time and place. Yeah, that, um, song, that song grew up in the wrong time and place. It hits now, though. Here, here, here's the uh, here's the administrative question that I'm curious what you think. Yo, even I like that song more now. After you know, you put you associate the show with it and everything. Where does it play? Both. That's what top forty is. It's a no, 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 no. Just but, takes what's popular. No, but what I'm like saying is, so top does, forty does eighties on eight. Top forty it. played. We don't talk about Bruno. Well, that. I'm glad you said that because that was going to be my example. But does it play on 80s on 8? Do they spike it in? Yes. And now, do, oh wait, do the 80s own something they previously refused to own? Yes. It was almost like now you're I good mean, enough. Yeah, but it'd be foolish for them not to 80s play. 80s on it. 8, now you're telling me you're good enough? Mark Goodman's pulling out of his pleasure chest. Pleasure you're chest. right. Well, hey, you know, Kate Bush, yeah, back when I, I know that you know Bush was a thing. I know that it's a, a I know that it's a guns. dilemma. Really big I really, I, you know, I, I always loved this song. Oh, no, I fucked. I mean, uh, extra popular. Yeah. I was. I'm such, sure I they played on like Bush in the '80s. If they do like 1985, Mark Goodman's Pleasure Chest. You know, they do their countdowns on the weekends. Probably, yeah. yeah they they might have now. to spike it in and be like, it didn't chart, but this song was from '85. La Bamba got second win from the movie from Los Lobos. Yo, I'm um, true. Um, uh, on a serious note, though? You mean Bada Bada La Bamba? I saw that. I, did I hit uh, you up with that? Yeah. I'm sorry, what is it? Bada Bada La Yeah, it's Bada Bada La Bamba. Are you sure? Yeah, everybody knows. I, I used to know the words to La Bamba because I learned them in Spanish class. Yeah. Bada Bada like, La Bamba. Bada, 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 bada. Something about a sailor. Bada, Something bada, like that. And uh, 
uh, no capitan, soy capitan. Oh, I thought you said napican. I thought he was saying I'm a napkin. That's not what Yo no soy marinero, soy oh, capitan. it's not like soy napican? I thought he was saying soy napican. I was like, like, I'm not the, I'm, I not, just, clean up the I'm, not, a, I'm not into semen. I'm the captain. Something like that. Did I send that I, to just you or Spot? Oh, you're not begun. Spot, did I send that to both of you or just Kavino the other right. But La Bamba the got Ted Alexandra. Huge second life. It, it became another like hit yeah, in the no. 80s. Ted Alexandra does a really funny. Ted Alexandra's turning into. Who's that other bear that we like? Tom Segura. He's turning into Tom Segura. Yes. Ted Alexandra used to be a, a skinny, a school teacher. And I always thought he was a friend of the show. I still hit him up on Twitter and he responds all the time. He's, he's a good dude. I quote him often, to be honest. See, what's the most famous reference that I make of Ted Alexandro? People love to tell you what they ate. <laughs> all I had was a raisin oh, and no. a bagel. Your biggest a bagel and a grape. The, the thing oh, you- all I had was a bagel and a grape. No, your favorite Ted Alexandro line is... What are you working at? I went to the gym. I be- no, I belong to the gym. Well, I don't belong there. And then what are you working on? Childhood issues? That's and, uh, definitely yeah. my That's mind. your Ted Alexandra. That's my Ted Alexandra. I, I quote him often. But Spot, to look up, did you look up Ted Alexandra La Bamba? Oh, Childhood thought, issues, their machine for that. For some reason, I, I thought that's what you were quoting, Spot. Were you quoting Ted Alexandra or were you just joking about the lyrics? No, I actually was serious. Oh, look up Ted Alexandro La Bamba. He does a funny, it's on TikTok and Instagram. He does a, someone isolated. It's a funny clip where it is funny. he was convinced his whole life that it was ba la 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 bamba. And then he was at a karaoke bar and was like, what? Very funny. Clearly the lyrics are ba da ba da. Yes. <laughs> and uh, everybody well, thinks Spot that looks that, that up. Well, Spot though. looks that up. I think every kid, everybody thought it was ba da ba da la bamba. Well, Spot looks that up. I got to ask you though, what's your take on, all right, because traditionally, right? Radio and broadcasting and streaming and services have all changed the game, correct? Podcasting, Spotify, Pandora, SXM, everything. Yeah, I don't hate the player. I hate the game. So when you hear a song that's huge, does it need to, quote, fit your format? Or if it's popular, do you play it? Meaning, I know for a fact that... Mikey Piff and the Hits One people, they got nothing to lose because there's really no rating, so to say. So they could play We Don't Talk About Bruno when it's the number one song in the country. But like Kiss FM, if you're Kiss FM or Z100 or some big radio station across the country, do you go from like Ed Sheeran into The Weeknd into Adele and then be like, and here's Bruno from the Disney movie? Yeah, because you're just taking from every form. Yeah, but traditionally, they would like turn an eye to that type of shit. Like, do you think they were playing Hakuna Matata on Z100? You know, when uh, Lion King was popular? They would just... Well, that's what makes it rare. Those songs weren't as big as yeah, Let I guess. Go. But I think there comes a point where you have to say to yourself, like, all right, fuck, it's so big that... Thank you. Oh, what? We're, we're, we're playing it. All right, spot. La Bamba. La Bamba. And by the way, Lisa brings up a good point. That's how people are accused of stealing comedy. And it's like, is it stealing comedy or... A lot of times people just have the similar thought. Spot's mm-hmm. never seen this and he was doing the same thing. Am I the only one who thought the words to La Bamba were ba da 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 La Bamba? <laughs> Talk about being rocked to your very foundation. I was at a bar, I was watching a football game. Turns out the other half of the bar is karaoke. 
somebody decides to sing La Bamba. We all make decisions in life. I glance up at the screen to do a lyric check. More for Soy Capitan than anything, but I notice where I expect to see ba-da-da-da, which is what I've been singing my entire life. I see a Spanish phrase, para bailar. I immediately say, people, they've got the wrong words up here. We all know it's ba-da-da-da-da. But I was mistaken. It is, in fact, para bailar. Which means, Spanish speakers, to dance. Yes, in order to dance. That's what I discovered. You know what ba-da-da-da means? <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Much easier to pronounce. I was so upset. I felt betrayed because I know I've sung that in the presence of Spanish speakers. <laughs> Nobody ever corrected me. I'm out there putting it all on the line like This guy singing. I don't think that means anything in any language. I like Ted. Ted Alexandro, very funny guy. Good dude. A guy who, you know, never he was like that song. I hope he really hits it one day. He deserves the credit. He's funny. Very funny guy. He was, in my opinion, ahead of his time. I think dude had Comedy Central I, I specials. Think, uh, let's slow Ted Alexandro down. Is that he became political? Oh, did he? He's very liberal. But like. Not, not that it's sold in his comedy. I, I think he, he, he split his time with comedy to like, like protest things. Yeah, and like, he doesn't hold back. Like he was like hanging down at like, remember like, what was that thing? Like stop Wall Street. What was that? Do you remember that spot like five years ago? What was it not stop Occupy Wall Street? Wall Street? Occupy Wall Street. Like he was part of like, uh, I bet. he takes on social causes and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying you're dividing your audience. He's dividing his time and yeah. audience and, and you, know, uh, you know, he believes it's important. So yeah, yeah. But, no, no, I, and, you know, like our conversation yesterday, yeah, I respect anybody that's strong in their convictions if it's not hurting anybody. Yeah. Like, that dude is, he's passionate on his stances, but he's funny, man. I like that guy, Ted Alexandro. All right. Well, uh, well, some good stuff, man. Props to Kate Bush, Stranger Things, Sweeping the Nation, still good. You know, they had to be darker and bigger and better. The show comes with a lot of hype, and it is. And what a random selection that someone made to put that yeah. song in the show. And look at it. Bam. But again, misleading to kids today. Because kids, you know, yeah. they think that was like, yeah, it was probably played right after Cindy Lauper. Yeah, maybe for a month or two. About it. Now, I had a, another observation if you want to get into that. But I, I see you got some notes. So what's on your mind? What, what did you do yesterday? On a Monday. Besides watch well, Stranger Things. Is I Jordan watched, back in town? I used to rolling Dolo. I'm rolling Dolo. So I'm just oh, like, my house is cleaner than it's ever been. Cleaner? Yeah. You broke out the real touch? Cleaning the baseboards. That's how clean the house is. Man. No way. Like behind the toilet. You know what I mean? Do you clean the baseboards? Duster or do you use like a little uh, wet white, uh, like, a, like a Clark's white? I feel like you need something a little white. What, white? A, little wet, a little wet, a little damp. Wet a little wet because the, the I think you should, no, you got to do dry. And then a wet. And then a wet to get the remnants, yeah. the re remaining a lot, remnants. A lot of baseboard action. Yeah, deep clean. But do you skip the part that you can't reach or do you like move uh, shit? Not like if say, there's a little part of the baseboard that you can't reach because like it's behind the entertainment table or something, do you like, Let me tell you something about dudes. Dudes get productive when women aren't around. They do. 
I'm like, you know, this is how shit should be. Because you just get lazy when people are around. Well, I would and then you split the, up. The, you're thinking subconsciously that you're splitting up the workload. Like, well, maybe she'll do it. Like, subconsciously, not even uh, consciously. I disagree with you because you and I. I get productive. You as well. and I, because we're cut from a very similar cloth with this particular thing. Most guys, if their wife's out of town, they become a disgusting person. I think you and I are more. Oh, I think yeah. you and I are more rare. So when you say that, I don't think you're. You do, I know you. you I know your big. I know Camino's big thing is like relatable, bro. I'm because re you are. You're a relatable guy. But I think this is not relatable at all because I think you and I oh, are weirdos. Yeah, that's, that's my quote. You and I are weirdos. Spots typical. Spots fair, the type right. of guy like Spots. Wife's out of town. She comes back. If Sp Spots like, oh, she's gonna be back in a few I, hours. I let drag, me clean up my. Let funk. me rephrase. I let drag me tell my you about anal, this I drag guy. my anal glands across the floor, like yeah. a dog. Um, you guys. To quote Rich, you do realize you are the exception you to the rule. Realize. Yeah, we're like over. You really are. You and I are weirdos. We're weirdos. You are, I won't say OCD because that is a clinical definition. But, but we have really, OCD tendencies. You really are like very neat and very clean. And most guys are not. Yeah. Most guys. Yeah. Bro, no, when my wife's out of town, most guys are not. No, you're right. Most guys are not prioritizing uh, getting new mulch and trimming their rose bushes and. Uh, Fucking vacuum, uh, power know, washing the floors and getting the 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 rug doctor from the supermarket. Like, do you think most guys are maniacs like him and I? My right. wife's out of town. I'm I'm when I'm away. Like I'm, I'm Mondays, cleaning the I'm cleaning the rug with the like the rug doctor on Mondays. Like, who does that? My wife's home and I'm not on Mondays. She's just like deep cleaning the house. I love her for she's, that. She's oh you, yeah. It's it's but you need that. You need the opposite. You can't both be clean and you can't oh you definitely can't both be dirty because if you're both clean you both have a specific way of cleaning and you're going to hate the way the other person cleans you think so yes and if you're both dirty or you're both dirty it's just going to be disgusting i don't know i'm just not as productive i'm just not it's like um it's my directions theory if someone's in the car with me it's like i'm relying on you or i'm like i'm shutting half of my brain off because now i'm like waiting for you to voltron and be my complete brain if it's a group project, you sit back essentially. Yeah, but when no one's around, I'm like, yeah, well, I'm gonna do it, and I'm more productive. And yeah, I know how to get there. And yeah, I know how to do that. Still don't, picture, yeah, I'm gonna, still don't picture you eating though. I still yeah, eat. I, I, feel everything. Like, I feel like Jordan's been out of town. I feel like you haven't eaten. I feel like you haven't eaten. Are you okay? <laughs> Which <laughs> is good. I'm trying to get svelte now. I'm, I'm in no, no, I'm, no. You've trying eaten, to cut. No, I mean to, like real food. I know you've eaten bars for the past three years. Oh, he walks up. He walks up. Remember, he walks. He goes. He walks up to the Mexican Italian restaurant and gets a side of a meatball. No, Jordan left me uh, chicken that was marinating. And I had to grill it up. Oh, okay. um, so, yeah, I watched the Colorado Avalanche Which country was it in the shape of? Um, oh, you know what I did? This is, everyone probably has their version of this. I had to record some lithium for Sirius XM. That's 90s Alton grunge. Yeah. And I made the crucial error of saying the entire time, the entire night, Game three tonight, NBA Finals. Oh, oh, and then when I'm finally done, I'm like, yeah, woo. Oh, my God. Tomorrow's Tuesday, and game three's on Wednesday. Bro, do you know what a nightmare that is? You got to go back and do it. And we've all had that. Oh, <sighs> man, I just, I just finished it, and I fucked up the whole thing. So that happened to me yesterday. Well, you know what? And that's the 24 breaks, like an hour and a half of work. But like tedious, annoying work that you just want to finish. Yeah. And the whole time in my mind, game three was Tuesday night. What's, like, oh, game what's, three. what's more annoying? That, well, that because it's time consuming. But I think 
Most mm. people are not recording broadcasts. I, I would imagine there's a version yeah, of that. Yeah, no, not, you know, you do life. You, you craft the perfect email draft with attachments and files and everything. And, and then all of a sudden you're like, Oh no, it deletes or did something. I, did I lose? I lost it. Yeah. Or you bu you're booking some travel and you put in all the info and you press the back arrow by mistake once and you you had to start over. It's the worst feeling. It's, it, essentially it's like that. essentially like, oh. Yeah. So that happened to me yesterday. I had to go back, backtrack, re-record, you know, because you can't slip up like that, especially did you on a big platform? Like Here's a that. question. Did you, you know start from, did you start from scratch up? or did you listen to what you I said and, 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 and just repeated what you said essentially? And it could have been the greatest break. Right? Yeah. Perfect. And right at the end, like, on an NBA Finals Tuesday night. Oh, why did I say that? NBA oh. Finals is tomorrow. It's Wednesday, not <sighs> Tuesday. I just had it in my brain that game three was on Tuesday. Don't yeah. know why. I had to go back. And so that's a nightmare that I'm sure you could relate to. Rich said yeah. it best. Like an email. You crafted out this yeah. perfect email you're going to send. And all of a sudden, you're like, <gasps> Someone hit us up saying they, they typed a giant contract at work, like a big yeah, deal project. And all of a sudden, psh, gone, disappeared. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. It's like, how did I not, how did it not register until I was done? Then I messed up. I'm like, wait a second. Game three's on Wednesday. Oh, the worst feeling ever. I had to go yeah. back and, and I spent another hour trying to fix it. Um, and by the way, you're, uh, a lot of people commenting on in their marriage or relationship. Mm -hmm. Do you think you need one person to be the, the the clean freak and the other person to be like the sort of messy one? Like, does too messy and too clean both not work? The spot's right. I can't imagine someone criticizing how I clean because I'm the, in my mind, the cleaner. Like, imagine if like someone like you was with Kristen and Kristen's like, I don't like the way you clean the baseboard. You'd be like, what the fall? <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's true. I, I, look, I look at it like a balance, like teamwork. That's what I said. Like, I have I have Voltron brain. I just made that up. I saved the other half for the whoever's around. You know, this is, we're doing this together, I guess. And then when you're gone, yeah, I, then I use the rest of my brain for everything else. You know, you can't expect people to be as obsessive, compulsive, and finicky and tidy as you are all the time. So yeah. I sort of like, yeah, I'm more relaxed. That's just the way I like to be when I'm alone. You know, true so, dad made a lithium mistake, but yesterday was a rare like day of good news. Like, oh, oh. cool. Oh, yeah. Like, wow, that's nice. Wow. Mm. Justice has been served. Things went the way I like them to go. Wow. That's, that's nice. Justice was served. Yeah. Because I'll give you an example, right? When I was a kid, I learned an early lesson. When I was a kid, I was in a Halloween contest. Sorry, early lesson. You and shower curtain? No, I was a soda machine. Yeah. Close. My dad pulled a Miyagi. Looked around. He's like, yeah, you got this big box. Yeah, you're Cut a hole in it. You're Canada dry. He had all the parts because that's what he did. Soda and candy. Decaled me up. Put the buttons on. I looked like a soda I machine. I feel like somewhere I still have that photo. I was a soda machine. Yeah. We entered a little local, you know, it was a Halloween party at the Boys and Girls Club or whatever. Everybody in town was there. And, dude, I was the clear winner. I was the shower curtain. Everybody was like, that's so great. That's so original. It's Look the at 80s. you. It's yeah. the 80s, too, right? That's yeah. so great. Had my dad's decal on it. S&H vending. Steven Atencia. And some, I bought it at the fucking pharmacy. Ewok kid won the contest. You know what I mean? Like, Ewok in a bag 
won the Halloween what? contest. But you know why? And my parents said this, you know, and that has influence on you, like we discussed earlier. It's because his mom's in the PTA, Stephen. Everything's political. That and you're like is true. You're like, political politics. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't into politics. Why'd they get the lead in the school play over you? Like Ronald Reagan? Politics. <laughs> like Ronald Reagan, Mom? Yeah, like Ronald Reagan, Stevie. Paul, mom, his mom knows Ronald Reagan? Politics. I didn't know. Yeah. But looking back, it's like, Mom's right. Like, I won this contest. This fucking chump only won because his mom's involved. Yeah, it's, it's no way. It's he, good, uh, his good stupid, rationale. His stupid plastic Ewok costume was better than mine. Yeah. Like, I knew that. I was, I was very cognizant of, I won this contest. But what I learned that day was life's not always going to be fair. Life's not always going to work out the way it should. Like a boxing match, right? Sometimes, like, you know that guy won. But the refs, uh, something yeah. political happened. Yeah. And I don't know. The judges saw it different. And the there decision went to someone All else. Right. Yeah. Well, my daughter entered a talent show at school, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. And it was cool because she did it on her own without any influence of me and her mom telling her what to do or how to do it. And she just was like, yeah, I entered it. And I'm oh, like, wow, that's, that's uh, very proud. That's of you. brave. Brave, very brave. Putting and yourself out there. Putting yourself out there. New school, first year. But then when she played it for me, I was like, fuck, you're really, you got really good. Remember I mentioned like, it's cool to see your kids go that next level. Yeah, you said, and she, how do you, you encourage said she, that? You said her ukulele skills blew you away. I was like, yo, I taught her the basics and she really ran with that and got really good. And what seems to come easy to her is difficult. I guess pretty good. Wow, Melody. Hey, win or lose, win, lose. Don't matter. Like, I'm proud of you. That's great. But in my mind, Rich, I'm like, she should probably win this. Because uh, little fucking Gregor's doing his magic tricks. and I mean, pulling a, and pulling some, a fucking uh, cloth out of a hat. Yeah. And Sally with her fucking baton. I think my kid is doing some real shit right here. Like, it's almost like too adult. And yeah, like, she, that's some real shit yeah. she did. She put her heart out there. Wow. John's going to lip sync. Uh, <laughs> Some kid some did, Ed Sheeran. Uh, yeah, some kid yeah. did some, you know, corny dance. She was doing some real shit. And I was like, wow, you know, if there's some justice in, the, in this world, she'll at least place. Justice. She's like, Dad, there's a so they're gonna pick a winner. It was really interesting how they did it too, though, to avoid like kids in um in a auditorium. A cavalcade of stars. Just to be safe. They were like, look, this year we safe just want for everyone. What? Because the they don't why bring all the no why would bring all the kids into oh. one auditorium, you know? COVID no need still for it. yeah they're still still on the course still, still on the rise exists. rich and it's yeah. and they're they're it talking exists. about possibly bringing back mass mandates but yeah. yes it still exists like you're such a you got your head so far up you my know kids how go to, my kids like both of my kids go to preschool far up your ass but I've never heard it's one thing real in preschool school. they're in like not real public school so public school saying we got to take precautions okay. let's not bring the hundreds of kids in one room. There's, no, there's a difference. I, I catch it. Okay. I'm saying, I'm saying my kids, there's like 100 it's kids weird. at their little preschool probably. probably you know? thing. Yeah, but are they all in one room? No, but they all play together every day at recess. No, there's a know, classroom you know, with like 20 know. kids. There's a difference. There's like 20 kids in this room, 20 kids in that room. I think there's a maximum of 16 kids, I think, in, the, in each class, to be honest. But they're like, well, well, let's not bring hundreds of kids in an auditorium. What we're going to do is, and let's, whatever. Let's forever be separate. I mean, it's not the point of the story, dude. It's, not the oh, point no. of the story. it's like you're really cramping the story. Yeah, dude. you're really cramping. Okay, sorry. Like really fucking derailing the story. The story. I gotta make the story. I'm just making the point that 
just to avoid like an auditorium full of hundreds of kids. They said, submit a video and we're going to play it, play the submissions at school in every classroom. Like so every on, classroom, uh, like, which, like, is, uh, which almost, is even more, a little, a little more awkward too, because when you perform and when, you know, Connor's doing his juggling act, you guys get to watch Connor and his reaction. But Connor doesn't get to watch Connor. So now in this scenario, Connor has to sit there embarrassed and watch himself with the class. Oh, here's so, Connor juggling. So Melody <laughs> submitted the video, long story short. And yeah, I prayed for her. I'm like, God, give her a break. She needs this boost. She needs some confidence. Every, every kid needs that, that moment where, you know, they apply themselves and it pays off. And she came out of school yesterday and she's like, dad, I won. I was like, no way. You won. You won. Get the fuck out of here. $500, in art, $500 like, in art lessons? I'm like, you won $500. She's in like, art in, lessons, in art lessons. In art lessons. But she gave me the vato now, like I won. That's and I'm like, awesome. no shit. I knew you would win. I knew it. I was like, I knew you would. See what happens when you apply yourself? I'm so proud of you. Win, lose, don't matter, but that's awesome. Justice was served. You deserve to win. By the way, not, how, not the how, PTA uh, mom's kid who was juggling. God, that's Fuck so that awkward. Kid. That's so awkward, though. Melody won. No, it's it's awkward in she that. She beat all the 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. It's wow. awkward yeah. in that. A lot of people don't like watching themselves perform. That's why. And that's I the just only part that, that little nugget of the story. Yeah, no, Melody had to be pretty confident to like. I, it's almost like, have your parents even ever showed something like, hey, let me, you're like my dad does this at like family events. Like, let me show you a clip of uh, uh, Rich and Steve uh, when they did this. Uh, even watching yourself or when, the, even when the, you know, it is awkward to me, but that's why I pointed that out. Like it's, it's weak that they didn't get up on stage to perform. But the awkward element is they had to watch themselves. That's even more awkward with their classmates. Oh, that's even more shit. awkward. Like imagine, <laughs> like all right, you know, uh, you've never been part of this, and luckily neither have I. Have you ever been analyzed in front of the whole company? Yeah, of course. Like air checks, but like you're, check you you particularly. Yeah, bro. Of course. When? What year? Do you, do you remember or no? I've been used as an example of this is how shit is done. By the company. Oh, ooh, I didn't. Wow. Know. I mean, it's only my twentieth year with the company, of course. Oh no, I, I didn't know if I didn't know if they ever picked you. In twenty years, you don't think they ever picked my air checks? I guess pretty. It's, why would you not think that? Because mathematically, that's it's it's in it's, twenty years. Well, not twenty because they've only been doing it maybe like the last. Five, I've been used like as the, the fucking 10. example of it. This is how shit. Well, every channel anyway. should have every channel. The theory is at SXM is there should be. In every break, something that identifies that as a break that from day. that particular channel and that day. So meaning if you just grab the random break from Turbo, and it's not because I say Turbo, it's just the things that I say, the things that I'm talking about, and the time reference of that day, it has to be like, well, that's exactly how this channel's supposed to sound. Oh, no. I, I'm, I'm glad they chose you because it highlights you. I'm just how saying. How not? All right, because, I mean, there's, because they do 50 meetings a year. Right, fifty meetings a year. There's a hundred. What year? I don't know. Twenty fifteen. I don't no, know because I remember this happened course. a couple years ago. No, because it was all right. So there's fifty meetings a year, roughly. Right. Mm -hmm. They have a weekly programming meeting at SXM. Hundred, like fifty people get in the conference room, and they pick a channel mm -hmm. and a day part. So there's a hundred channels of music channels. There's a hundred music channels. Yeah, but not all the channels have hosts. No. Oh, yeah, all right, so let's say 80, right? And then there's, each channel has probably, what, four hosts? 
That's so now you're talking about. Though. I bet you're not even eighty. But now you're talking about process. three. Now you're talking. Let's say roughly three hundred people. So for you to be chosen, that's like a one in five year odds. Most channels don't have hosts. Like they chose. They the, analyze the important channels. The main channels have hosts. They analyze. They analyzed me a couple years ago, but it hasn't happened since because they did pop. Pop two K popped up again randomly, and they chose Michael Yo's hour. So you could go years without them analyzing, but when they do, mm -hmm. sometimes my point is, I'm sorry to make this long, drawn, long and drawn out. Sometimes that person's in the room. Like you're not a programmer and I'm not, but let's say Mikey Piff is. He's one of the guys in the meeting sort of running it, but they're like, all right, today we're picking hits one, the 9 p.m. hour. And he has to sit there while everyone goes around the room and tells him what they liked and didn't like. How awkward is that? Imagine if at your job, all the bosses and management were in a round table, like it's a like big when, conference when room. Frazier, Frazier had to hear how everybody felt about it. Yeah. No, but imagine they were like, hey, Kavino, and out of context, when you're not in that zone, hey, Kavino, these nuts, it's turbo. Hey, Fred Durst, no cap, no cap. Blah, blah. All right, everyone, what do you think of Kavino's break? And you're sitting there like, awkward oh, as hell. I just did the no cap joke. For sure, awkward. And then my, the first guy might be like, uh, no cap, I, I'm not, uh, you know, being for my demo, I don't know what that means. And That's the sad part. Old people might not even get my fucking reference that was relevant to that time era that I'm talking about. I remember one of If I said, so sorry to interrupt, they're not even going to know that, oh, yeah, that's a 90s reference on yeah, Lithium from yeah. Adam Sandler because they're fucking idiots. What do they know about the format and genre that I'm hosting? They, they wouldn't even... I, I, don't agree, even, I agree. Sorry Jason, getting, call, getting called out in a meeting, good or bad, is nerve-wracking. And yeah. I remember... You know, luckily, I'm sure you and I have gotten good reviews in those rare moments. But I remember the one thing I got was like, oh, we loved you and did this and did that. One of the bosses didn't get it. We were coming out of Bon Jovi. I was coming out of Bon Jovi. It's my life. Bon Jovi. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it's my life. And I just did a little like, and I, but I don't want your life. <laughs> Whatever. That's pop 2K. And someone's like, well, what is that? I don't want your life. I don't get it. And then someone younger in the room was like, no, that's a reference to uh, a, a movie. In the of that era. Yeah. It's like. It's like people, you never know, but imagine being in that room where someone's like, I don't get your joke. Oh. Stinks in here. So Melody had to sit there Good and wasn't her. really phased by I'm it. I'm so excited for her. She, she's not, is she more excited than she's letting on you think she doesn't want you to see her pumped? She's got to yeah, be pumped. She's, she's got to be. She's definitely downplaying it, but pumped. And I'm like, Melody, not only did you beat everyone that entered in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, as a sixth grader, your first year in that school, but you be everybody who was too scared to even submit an entry. Yeah, you were already brave to begin with. You know, I'm like, you're already ahead of that and keep it up. And I'm so proud of you. And like, yes, wow, finally, like, like it was supposed to be that way. If she didn't win, I would be like, get out of here. Did she do that thing where she, where you sing or like perform while painting? No, she just was there with her ukulele. Both think she's very and good she at. sang a Billie Eilish song. <laughs> you do you have, a, you have a clip you'll share later this week, maybe, or anything or no? A little, maybe a, a little snippet. You don't have to play the whole thing, but maybe I'll do it behind the velvet rope. All but right. that sounds good. Yeah, it's it was really cool news, and like I said, wow. What Billy Eilish song, by the way? I don't know the name of it. Because I mean, there's a lot of no. Billy Eilish bangers. I'm a bad guy. Um, you know David Letterman's best friend, Billy Eilish. My name is Melody Rain, and I'll be singing I Don't Want to Be You Anymore by Billie Eilish. I don't want to be you anymore. I don't want to be you anymore. I don't want to be you anymore. Oh, it's right there. So Show me later. I got to see this. Congratulations. 
It's just nice when, like I said, justice prevails. Oh, yeah, you should have won. Yeah, Great. justice. Oh, I can picture Melody singing She's this. She's doing this all serious, oh, this imagine. This and then the next act, yeah. Billy's doing magic. Be that way, fall apart twice a day. I just wish. She did it on the ukulele. You could feel. Oh, I can see Melody slaying this because that's very much in her style of voice. This, like your daughter sings that way. And she, you know, had the composure, keep it slow. Kids must have been there like, you know, because kids are like brain dead. Either you're smart or you're like a nose picking dumb Yeah, but still. they kids have to appreciate that's talent right there. Yeah, I remember, that, I don't know, I always remember the one girl or two in my school that were really good singers and performers. Like that's, that's something you remember. That's, and by the way, perfect song choice for her. I'll sound, I sound like Randy Jackson. Yo, dog, good song choice. So she won. Melody won. She won a gift card, and she was super happy. But again, like you said, she did, like, downplay. And I'm like, I know it might not seem like a big deal to you. It's a big deal. Proud of you. Congratulations. So Melody won. And, you know, when I tell you she needed it, every kid needs it. You see these kids. They're lost. Yeah. But she really needed it. She needed a win. And it was a big surprise because, again, this is her first year in that school. None of these kids knew that, yeah, you know, leading up to this year, she was always in talent shows. And, but she hadn't put herself out there in a few years, you know, COVID and everything else. So I was proud of her. Cool dad moment. So proud of and myself. And then I don't want to give away other news, but let's just say someone in our circle got good news yesterday. And that's yeah. somebody's Spotty's brother. Yeah. But I'm not going to give away the story. Can we? I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, good. No way. But look, I feel like I, I sort of steered Spot's brother, James, in a direction. Bro, fucking drowning, bro. I need money, bro. Bro, I'm drowning, bro. bro. I got a kid. Bro, I'm like, bro, dude, bro, my bro, brother, bro, my bro. brother's killing it. If he's doing he's, it, you could do it. Brother's constantly complaining to me. Your brother James, so I, I your, your brother James, James is like. I pointed James in the direction. Loves, no, he loves to hear himself complain, but won't do anything about it. Spot's brother J Rock, who you've seen on Cavino and Rich filling in for Cavino on those few occasions where you weren't here. Yeah. Him and Tudmaster Tommy, a great combo. James great combos is a dad. He's it works all these odd jobs to make it work. And I know he complains to spot. Like he's he, like, he's got a big heart, but he's also like a super he's, he's worried. He's, he's a very worried that. guy him all the time. And, him and his wife are the most, two most neurotic people in Scotch Plains, New Jersey. Just fucking the most worried guy. Bro. Um, by the way, that's something he like needs to work on because people they, pick up on it. They, he is neurotic. Yeah, like, what's up with this guy? They are my, he's my tenant. So he, I'm not my tenant. I mean, we all own the houses. Yeah, yeah. But technically, I'm I oversee it. He's my tenant. Well, people don't. Re- well, Spot when Spot's mo- when we lost Spot's amazing mother. Spot and the siblings were left the, the properties that the family owned. Grandma's house and Spot's and mom's right house, next, and they're right next to each other. And we're working on doing something with that. But in the meantime, he's renting it. And you're running my it. mom's house. My brother lives in my grandmother's house. And you're and since you're the responsible sibling, you sort of oversee yeah. the estate. He. Obviously, the houses are old. Obviously, we're looking to get them knocked down. So, but he constantly complains, like, oh, bro, there's a fucking. Uh, oh, his spots brother's got like, oh, I see, I, see uh, it, I see a little something. Oh, there's mold. The mold is killing uh, my family. Oh, I, honestly, like, he, he said to me, he's like, yo, bro, I got to get out of this house. Uh, we got to do something. Uh, uh, my son is dying. Are you like, like, what? He goes, yeah, yeah, I think there's mold. Yeah, there's mold in the house. Uh, oh, we're not, we're all dying slowly. He can't breathe. He's dying. I'm taking him to the ER. We're moving out. I'm like, Okay. How about you slow down? I'm like, all right. No, I said, okay, start packing and look for an apartment. And he's like, 
Why you, why you gotta be like that, bro? Why you gotta say, I'm like, <laughs> well, that was a little harsh. Oh, I'm saying, like, I'm, not saying I'm not saying beat it, but I'm saying, okay, find another place and we'll, we'll figure out the house situation. He doesn't have to live there. Well, but you know what? He wants to live there too, know, because, he, because you're, you're, you're telling him cover the very minimal mortgage. That is probably one fifth of what he pays somewhere else. Mortgage. He's paying the taxes. That's, That's it. it? Oh and God. he barely taxes and, and taxes. utilities. Worst part of the game. He pays the bare minimum to live in that house and he still owes me money. <laughs> well, look, Spotty's brother. Anyway. Also was hit hard during the pandemic, lost work, right? And and he has Didn't a kid and family all. to provide for. So I said, look, dude, my buddy Gus hired my brother. They're all killing it. They're making I lots go of money. For Gus. They're making like a lot of money. You saw my brother's apartment. Your That's brother's, not your a brother's apartment. making your brother's making a ton of money and he doesn't know what floor to ceiling windows are. Your brother is yeah. a likable, lovable guy, but the reality is he's making more yeah. than most. Making more than me. Your brother's making more than you, huh? Like yeah, I said, probably. Like I said, I would love to go work for Gus. If Gus, I could work for Gus here, I would work for Gus. So, Gustav, there's a lot of money to be made this in, is in real estate and appraisals and things like that. But my buddy Gus, he owns the company. So I reached out to Gus on James's behalf and I said, James, obviously you're going to do a great job, but you can't let me down here because I'm going to refer you and my brother will train you on and I this. I appreciate that. And But still, dude, I, you know, that, I, that, I don't want any credit from that. My, my, position here is I feel like I steered him and encouraged him that there's money to be made here if you just do this let me, my I, brother let, me let me give it, let me give everyone a little real talk element to this when you work in the entertainment industry mm -hmm. there comes a point that if you don't get the break that maybe you or I got or some others got and you're like 30 40 something you still haven't really got that big chance and you got a wife and kid now I'm not saying stop chasing your or dreams and do what you want, but but you can't but be like yeah, you can't be like yeah, I'm part time radio guy and I'm uh, doing fill ins and I'm trying my you can't best. Survive and on that though. He can't. Yeah, he, can. he he can't. He needed a legitimate step in the right direction. The fact that you step forward and like yo, keep doing your radio and yeah. and and MC but, passions. But this is real money. And this is like a, it's not your dream, but this is like this is a day job that can make you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. You could be you could be living a nice life for you, your wife, and your kid. And so James, James is, he applied himself. He's reluctant still a little bit. He, he was yeah, but he applied himself. He went forward with it. But then you have to pass a test, and he failed the test a bunch of times. He's not the only guy that's failed the a test. A lot of times he said. Right? I was like, uh, you know, as the guy who encouraged him down this path, I just wanted to see him pass, so that I could say, yeah, man, see. And he's got his masters from Rutgers. He's no dummy. But the test is hard. Spot. It's your brother. Yes, oh. of yesterday. As of yesterday, he passed the finally passed the appraisal test. Yes, like, justice has been served. I'm like, finally, like, finally. I felt so, so happy. Was it six times the charm? Yeah, I, think? I was like, fuck oh. yes. Now it's like, the bar exam. it's like the bar exam. Once you pass, who gives a fuck how exactly. many times you took it? Right? It doesn't matter. Like, oh, he could start making some real money in a month because now he's just got to learn the ins and outs of how to enter these numbers and do that sort of thing. But now that he passed, that's all that matters. So he could start doing appraisals and it's a big, a big win. I hear he kept failing because he also thought it was Florida ceiling windows. <laughs> yeah, because my brother was. And finally, failing. once we did that show, he realized, oh, but, well, hey, another oh. proud and happy moment. Like finally, sweet, good news. It's, it's nice to hear good news once in a while. Finally, you know, so James passed. And like I said, a little relief for me because I didn't want to feel like I steered him the wrong way. And I just hope he could. Just so people like, keep moving forward I and capitalize. Like, focuses, yeah, applies himself, applies right? himself, yeah. and doesn't get distracted by like other stupidity.
Like, true. Like your your brother, your, he's your very brother torn on to, chasing the dream. Your brother has to like your brother would be offered like yo James, I'm gonna th- give you some extra appraisals and uh, you'll make some th- you'll make thousands. Yeah, but uh, I'm supposed to MC a gig at the Jersey Shore for two hundred for two hundred bucks. Nailed and it's like, it. what, dude? My use your head. brother said the same thing. He's like, he seems a little more concerned about that stuff. I was like, well, he better his priority has to shift. Yeah, and that's it because he passed the test now. I'm supposed, uh, I'm supposed to MC. I'm supposed to MC a trivia night. Yeah. Yeah, but what are they? I've seen a trivia night for a couple hundred bucks. Or hey, go appraise these three houses. You get a thousand bucks. It's hard to look in the mirror and accept that you've you've gotten old, and that's over, right? So behind the velvet rope, there's a lot of times where he's dealing with people who are just there for the money and there to get that appraiser an appraisal, I should say. And he's like, "Yeah, I got an MC," and they're like, "MC." Yo, man, this is the, this is a like career. You, this is our like, career. Like you are, you take so, this serious. If you take this you serious, take serious, you're now. gonna make hundreds of thousands of dollars and have a great life for your family. Yeah. Stop worrying about Jen- uh, doing happy hour right. at Jenkinson in the right. Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Right. So big win, big win free for Jamesy. What's up, Jamesy? Free wings. He, but yeah, but he gets free wings at the gig though. So a, a day of wow. I know it's like finally it's something good. Good news and justice it's, prevails. It's like it's one thing. I mean, I don't know what he does, but it's one thing if he was like young and trying to like get some jersey shore poon it's another to be like married with a kid and like choosing less money and more time for no reason but yeah. i was i was very happy to hear that man I, honestly i when i have heard that james passed the test i was like oh man i felt so good for him and happy he mer- still hasn't hit me up but i was so happy for him and then my daughter came out with that news i was like man what a good today was a good i saw my name on a, on a blimp Today was Today's a, good day. a good day, man. Didn't even have to use my AK. By the way, it says Steve Cavino was a pimp. I was like, sweet. That wasn't a that was mere. Anyway, yesterday was a good day. Yeah. So I was then on social media at night after after Stranger oh, Things. Yeah, Mercury retro, Mercury retrograde did just end. Say good things happening. So that's why. <laughs> so I again, I hope James applies himself and runs with it. And I hope my daughter uses this momentum of confidence and good feelings and uses that to like, yeah, when I apply myself, good things could happen. You know, I just want her to run with that, that lesson and that feeling of she could do whatever she sets her mind to. So I was very happy. I'm like, your dad never won a talent contest. Put your mind to it. Proud of you. You can accomplish anything. And then uh, again, I'm in bed last night watching Stranger Things and I saw a tweet from our buddy Jake our former intern and pal Jake party star Jake who never says, Hey, I'm just kidding. Was always, he, yeah, I was gonna say he was on our yeah, he likes, stream. He, the other day, right? he supports our show. Yeah. The link in his, his Instagram bio is to our show. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. So, he's a huge what, a guy. Know the show. what a guy. Well, look, Jake posted something I thought was kind of funny. I'll just bring it up. So and, when all these uh, Instagram hoes are going to check out Jake and be like, Oh, what's this? They find oh, us. Oh, no wonder we got all these Instagram O's. Anyway, he says, I can't help but think. This is a tweet from Jake Allegro, our old associate producer and friend. Can't help but think my plus one for my brother's wedding being taken away has less to do with keeping the wedding small and more out of sheer terror that I'll bring some random fling I met a week before. <laughs> Trapsing through Europe? Traipsing. Traipsing? He's using funny words now. 
I mean, I get traipsing gist. is not a funny word. I've never heard anyone say. Traipsing. My mom would say gallivanting. Traipsing, traipsing to Europe. Traipsing. You've heard Traips, someone use this yes. word ever. Traipsing is a word. Traipsing. But you've used it. I have used the word traipsing, traipsing around like a like a. I yo, yo, use the word traipsing. Come on, come on. Nerd, you don't know. You don't know, you don't know because nerds traips. Yeah, I don't traipse. I fucking, don't fucking I he, he fucking hangs. Bro. I fucked through Europe. I don't use <laughs> nerdy words like traipsing. <laughs> yo, yeah. gallivanting. I was strutting. Gallivanting. Power is gallivanting. Gallivanting. gallivanting is a mom word. Moms Gapesing, love to say, what are you, gallivanting? Trapesing is like skipping. Gallivanting is like riding a horse. So, oh, yes. You know, you could take what you want from that, but yo, his brother's and getting Jake married. Jake definitely skips through you. Imagine this your brother's getting married. And the family's like. And your brother says, yeah, that plus one I gave you, gotta take it away. That's awkward in itself. Uh, I think, you know. And then I really think there's something to be said about his truth. They're probably like, what if Jake, who knows who Jake's gonna bring? All these fucking weirdos he meets. I mean, Jake is a party boy. What if he brings a dude? Like, Jake, they're probably like, yeah, let's take away Jake's plus one. Jake is a party dude with attitude. Surf dudes with attitude. I just think that's so funny. Attitude, yeah. Because you said you made comment recently that everybody gets a plus Baby. one. Jake's uh, brother is getting married. Not, Jake doesn't even get a plus one. I, no, I didn't say everyone gets a plus one. I think everyone gets a plus one if you're in an established relationship. Make it very clear. I did not say but everyone gets is, a plus one. This is his brother. No, no, brother. Yeah, I think you should get a plus one. Can't then take a date. But but here's the deal. If I know, if you're getting married or going to an event, if someone is with someone that they call their boyfriend, girlfriend, then they get a plus one. But if, if someone's like, I'm casually dating people, hey, then, then it's really up to you if you say, hey, dude, like, you want to come solo? Some people that are casually dating wouldn't want to bring someone to a wedding. Jake's situation, two things, or a couple of things to play here. One, he's in the wedding, so he's going to be busy. He doesn't need someone. So yeah, well, he doesn't need some floozy two, hanging around like, like uncomfortable while he's doing like groomsman shit. Two, if he really wanted to bring someone, like I, as if it were my brother, I would say like if my brother was, you know, single at the time, I'd be like, bro, don't bring a whore. If you want to bring someone you're dating, bring them. But otherwise, don't bring a whore. Honestly, before you, would, before your brother, glad, before your brother say to my brother, like you can bring someone, just don't make it be a whore. You met it. Yeah, this is, this is, these conversations can be very open because it's siblings, but like spots, right? If his brother I really James, feel there's a, a, a truth to what he said, joking. Oh, your Twitter. brother's a great example. If you yeah. got married and actually had a, I know you yeah. say you don't want like a wedding wedding, but if you and Jordan had a wedding at like a, a venue and everything, if you'd be like, yo, Tommy, I mean, if you're dating a girl you like, bring her. But don't just be like, yo, some girl I fucked at the pla- uh, at the bar in Hoboken. I'm bringing to your wedding. Cheeks. I hope I can get in that Like, night, don't bro. bring some girl Split to my cheeks, wedding that you... Yeah. Don't bring some girl to my wedding that you banged once just has nice cheeks. Like, if you like her, but bring her. But third, for Jake, Jake is a, is a very smooth, handsome guy. He can easily pick up someone at the wedding. You know, there's going to be a single bridesmaid. He'll be fine. If I, I, I would, can, If I was him. If I can do it. If I was Jake, I'd I just say, truly uh, believe. I Jake believe his it. tweet. His Jake tweet can again, live my life. His tweet again was. It happened, by the his way. His brother oh, okay. took away his Swear plus God, one. He believes so it has ashamed, less to so do of it. with keeping the wedding small, more to do with the terror of who he's going to bring. And I believe that. I really do. You got to you got uh, You got to answer it for real, though. To wrap up the thought. There's the truth and the spin, right? We've learned that somewhere along the way. A consultant once once told us that. Truth. There's the truth, and then there's the spin. There's three sides. The to spin story. was, we're really trying to keep the wedding small, Jake. You know, so we're going to take away the plus one, man. You know, 
Just keeping it small. Oh, no. we, if, the truth is, don't bring a horse. Don't. We don't want you to bring a horse, so we're taking away but number it's, one. It is, plus one. There's truth in both, though. If you're trying to keep the wedding small, don't bring a whore just because you have a date. And I hate to keep saying the word whore. Don't bring a... Ho. Ho is way so, less offensive. Uh, don't bring a fling just because you need to fill a plus one. Because that's a waste of a, a, a seat if they're trying to actually make it a small wedding. So I think there is truth in both. Well, either way, I wish Jake a great time. and Congratulations to his brother. And then after reading tweets and going through the news, I, I found some stories that I wanted to share in our random news of the all day. Right, um, but do you believe Spot all these years later? About what? The girl he nailed at the wedding? Yeah. If I were, if I were proud of it, I would like show you photos and be like, man, look at this girl banged. Really wasn't proud of Listen, it. Listen, man. I wasn't. Look at the way you are at this stage. It was one life. of my most awkward and. You're. You got a beautiful wife. Disappointing. You're in better shape than you've ever been. Is it time for you to say, like, it never happened? No, it happened, but it's one of my most awkward and disappointing encounters I've ever had with a woman. Okay, so. To you, the point where I choose not to brag about it, I just say it happened. You, it never once did I brag that I was like, yeah, I banged this fucking girl at the wedding. I banged a girl at the wedding. I wasn't proud of it. How'd it go, though? Like, was it, it was so bad. Were you bad? We were both bad. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't an enjoyable what, experience. What was we your performance? Drunk. What was your performance like? It was horrible. I only had one condom. It was just such a oh, bad so now experience. The now there's a detail. He only had one condom. Okay. And it wasn't even mine. I had to search through my fucking. I was at my friend's house who got married because I was. He was That's leaving. an unnecessary detail. Why do you need more than one? He left. You need more than one. Why? He was leaving for the usually wedding. Like, for usually, the honeymoon. like, throughout the experience, I feel like condoms get weird. Like, all of a sudden, if it. Yeah, con- condoms could. He's one of those get all weird people on that leaves directly after their wedding for uh, the honeymoon. So, he, I was in the house, I was staying at his house. I didn't expect to get laid because it's me. And. How'd you like, know it was on? Did the girl be like, well, I guess she it's was happening. like, uh, it, there was a little after party after the wedding. And from like that second, it just kind of. She was all over me. And I was like, okay, let's see what All of you, like, kissing on you? We made out a little, and and then oh my god, so not happy. How'd you know it was gonna happen? She's like, I think I want Hogzilla. Like, like, what yeah, she's she, like I, let's go, let's go. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm staying at. You know, she's like, let's let's go back and hang out. I'm like, okay, and we went back, made out. We actually have audio of the uh, experience. That's her. That's me unleashing, and her unleashing. Um. I wasn't, yeah. So it's like, you make it sound like I'm like, yeah, fucking banging chicks left and right. Yeah, at the fucking wedding. Yeah, they all wanted my dick. It wasn't an experience like that at all. I hope she have a mustache. She may have. Was she a big girl or or a thin girl? She was thick. Yeah, she was thick. Like thick like Lizzo? No, not nearly as Lizzo thick. Was it thick 30? Um, (laughs) Your favorite time of the day? Thick 30. Spondy's down with the thickness. I put like so she was like Ma- like Mauser loves to give me like flack that I was like yeah I'm banging uh, bridesmaid yeah you made it up no because if I were proud of it <laughs> I would like make up all these details I talk about how her boobs felt like sandbags uh, I would do all this shit but I was like of such I'm guessing like a, she, she was like a bigger girl that she was a bigger girl did she know I was drunk was she ready did she got labouche going on was she, she like had a unprepared? little labouche. Oh, she, May have been some things going on down there. I couldn't tell. Do, it was do dark. You, do you remember? Um, I was po- Do you remember what position you did this in? Uh, I'm pretty sure I was on top. Yeah, I was on top. I was missionary. It was, it was very lackluster. Probably didn't last that long. Only had the one condom. 
And then afterwards, we're like, nice meeting you. Got a got a blowy in the morning, and it was very miserable. Oh, it was an overnight experience. Overnight. And you That's another thing. You slept with her in the bed. I, she stayed. Oh. I was at the house. She stayed. It's not my fault. Did you go down on her? I did. It wasn't very exciting. I didn't know what I was doing. It was dark. I couldn't find anything. I think I'm gonna barf. Oh. Man. That's why. Like, I don't think, believe you now. I'm, I'm like, I, if, for if, years, I thought you were lying. If I there's believe anything you. else I could say to make you believe this, I believe you. Come now. on, I believe. I believe you now, man. I wasn't very experienced at the time. It was it was the mid two thousands. Like I didn't really have much behind under my belt yet. Oh wow! You know what? So it was did like, you like? Did she try to like spoon or like put make a circle around your nipple like uh, in a uh, heartbreak maybe, kid? Like those details, I don't really remember. It's it, all the other stuff. Was did she so, tell you she loves you? Oh uh, no! All the other stuff was so traumatizing that any of the details are just so blurry. Was there ever point. a follow up, like oh no, a call or a text or something later on? Oh, like hey, like no. did she try to like see you again? No. And well, could, it, this this was an out of state wedding. So it sounds like a horrible experience. It was uh, a horrible experience. And the, the awkward part is, is that she's really good friends with my friend's wife. To so this we, day? So we have seen each other. Do you give her a look like, remember our little fling? I mean, it was very awkward because like, I feel like the, the next time I saw her after that, it was a couple years later and I was with Kristen at the time. Wow. Kristen doesn't even know this. I don't think she knows about the experience. But she doesn't know, she doesn't who, know it who it is. Oh, nor does she know that they've crossed paths. Wait, so your wife hung with a girl that you had an awkward one night stand with and you didn't tell Kristen. Oh, Sarah would call that a no, no. Yeah, it's a no, no. One time we went to the bar. Remember the bartender was some girl I got with Sarah. Sarah was sort of agitated that she's like, why didn't you just tell me that you had hooked up with the bartender? Because now I feel like I'm not in the know. I mean, at the end of the day, I cut my nut off. doesn't matter. (laughs) You know, so Mm, if you look at it, in, it, if you put a pot, speaking of the spin, I don't know, you put, bro. You seem really awkward right now. Who, me or him? You know, seems disgusted. Like my brother says, thick girl blowies are a line drive in the box score. So, yeah, man, that's, that's why. After that day, I learned a lesson that day. Still hit in the box score. Bro. I learned a lesson that day that yeah. I will carry with me for the rest of my life, even though it doesn't fly anymore. Always have a box of condoms ready. <laughs> Could have had so much more fun. What do you need box? Like, what, what, what year is this? Way, like, it? I don't what, get this. What year? Yeah, sometimes you need more than one. One condom oh, is not man. a safety. I could have had like I could have probably had like three more sessions that night. Well, not not just for another sess. I'm saying sometimes like. The condom rolls off a weird way. Like you want to just start fresh and get a new one. My shit is tight, bro. It means you got a little fucking wean going. No, it's, it's, it's sometimes it's sometimes Shit's the condom off. just feels weird or something. Yeah, I, who wears condoms anyway? All right, spot. What year is this? Two thousand and seven, Rich. <laughs> yeah, fifteen years ago. So fifteen. Fifteen years ago. Yeah. It was. I mean, you know, I told you it was my friend Matt's wedding, right? I know Matt. Yeah. How's he doing? You know, we really don't talk that much anymore. And it kind of upsets me. We were so close. He's such a good guy. uh, Jump to conclusions, Matt. Yeah, we were so close. And occasionally text each other about Didn't he go through a little something and uh, he was healthy again? He had brain, something in his brain. Brain, yeah, but he's okay. It worked out though, right? Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's a good dude. I like that guy. His kids are almost like in college now. When I met this guy, Matt, I remember thinking like, you know when your friends meet different friends? 
I was like, oh, I like spots by the friend. Yeah, Matt was a, Matt's a really like solid stand up guy. Yeah. He's an accountant making the rising in the ranks at his job. Yeah. His, his wife's his, like a his, professor. His, his wife's best friend fucked you at a wedding. In the early 2000s. Yeah, Rich is using like Levi 550 Jinko fucking condoms. Baggy. I can't, I can't tell you the last time I wore a condom. Baggy Maybe, condoms. I, I don't know, when George W. Bush oh, was president. Baggy condom Davis. When Bush was popular. When Bush was popular, <laughs> I was Rich, rocking a condom. That's the last time Rich wore I think a condom. I've, I think I've. I, th- I think I wore a condom when uh, <laughs> when MySpace was. I don't even think I wore a condom when MySpace was popular. Isn't it true that magnums are the same around the base? It's just the the rest of it's bigger, so anyone yeah, can really wear a magnum. I think that's what the story is. All right, um, or is that one of those another one of those uh, wives? Urban legends. Your mom told you. <laughs> is yeah, Christian. I don't know. Magnums I don't know are the that. same. So after the whole Jake story, I was just going through. I get a lot of news wasn't, on Twitter. And by so. the way, it wasn't my first or my, last. or my last, but it was certainly my like least proud. So to think that I would make that up is a little offensive. Still hitting the scorecard, bro. All right. So there you go. Still a hit, bro. Frozen rope to scorecard. <laughs> Still a hit. Hope she doesn't listen. <laughs> or I hope, I hope Matt doesn't either. I do love this story. You don't think it's funny, Andrew? Hearing Spot retell. I mean, I've a great, many, a great hit, a, a moment in his life. You know, I've done a lot of reflecting on my life recently. I've had a lot of fun bloopers. <laughs> like I've, I know I had a lot of fun, but like, I really had a lot of bloopers. Sarah and I had that thought last night because you know we're sitting watching uh, TV after the kids went to sleep, and I'm like, how? And this is, but not because of edibles. I said how. And I'm sure you've had this conversation with Jordan, I bet. How did we get here? She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know. How did life just boom? And now we're living in Southern California, not where you grew up, not where I grew up. In the next room over there, there's two bedrooms where there's two little kids sleeping. Like we're, we are independent for, you know, for a long time. I don't know. You didn't use a condom. Yeah. (laughs) But um, you get what I'm saying? Like it's you ever think of like it fell how, off in some weird mysterious way. How did I get here? How and why did I get here? And the days go by, why? and the water's falling, and the human day, and the water, same as it ever was, same as it ever was. Dude, play the beginning of that song. It's exactly what Rich just said. How did we get here? How and why did we get here? That's that you, never, you, you never, you never were looking around your condo, your beautiful condo. I don't use sit with Jordan. I don't use you never sat around your condo with Jordan. You're watching the Yankees game and you take a look around. You're like, how the, fu- how am I? How am I here? Meaning how am I with you? How am I living here? What is going on? You may ask yourself. I do. I ask myself all the time. So he does in the video. Oh, no. oh. Are you lowering it? Oh, sorry. Oh. I thought you were done. With a beautiful wife. You may ask yourself, Same as it ever was. 
Shame it's never once. This video where it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Once in a lifetime. Yeah, I feel like you said this shit to me the other day. So you're full of baloney. Like I feel like you said like sometimes no, you're like I'm full of baloney. like when you lo- when you look at like no your heart was when they you're, did. Sit- you're sitting with you and Jordan and you're like how did this like this is my life I this is odd. like of all the different paths I could have taken here I am I don't think I said that come and take me pretty sure you did uh, maybe I did. Like, who, no, I think dude, about I these things like all the time. I feel like you said to me the other day, you, like you and Jordan even joked that like, you looked at you like, who are you? Like, how did I, how did my life end up where here I am at a condo with you who I fell for? I have a daughter. I'm working. Like, how, how did you end up here? I mean, it's possible. I have these things. Have, I think everybody under the moon has these thoughts for sure. Moon. Like, yeah. What is this? What? How am I? I, I thought about that. Pride moon. Like I'm in my house. My kids are, my two kids are sleeping in the other room. I'm sitting back. I'm I'm just a straight up adult now. Got you know. Oh, the kids are sleeping. Got to get up for work in the morning. Oh, let me check the this sprinkler system. Where let do you, me. Uh, where do you keep your briefcase? Exactly. I'm just saying. It's it's a weird fucking thought sometimes. Like, how did I end up in this exact circumstance? Severe thought. Destiny. Fate. All right. Well, I had chance. I'm I'm yeah. looking into the news. Yeah. Get into the news. I didn't know we were going to have a smut tale from Spot, but at least we got some details we never heard before. So, real very, quick, the rando open. news. Very that's what happened. Just made note of some stories. What's the first story? Is it sports? Um, yeah, sure. Sports. Why not? It's always sports. It's for sports nerds, bro, right? There's much more in the news than sports. You think that, but... There is. Well, babe, you're more than welcome to bring You could do a segment if you'd like. Do you want to do a a segment about the Ukraine and guns? See, that's why you think if it's sports, you know what other stuff goes on in the news? Uh, Like feel-good stories. Um, I'll give you a story in the news. Entertainment. There was a headline yesterday Uh, to show you that people are morons. I saw a headline that said, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky's kid looks like both of them. Not sports. No, but then I said, how is that? looks like, I mean, that's just normal. No. Yeah, how's that news? My point. How is there a headline that says Rihanna and ASAP's Rocky's kid look looks like both of them? I'm like, how did someone say, yeah, yeah, print that headline? Wait, you're saying their kid looks like them? What the fuck? That's the news? You and your brother look a lot alike. Well, he's my brother. I thought of that because I would with the. Uh, hey, I mean, he is my brother. With Ben's little handsome haircut. Oh, I, I made a video of Ben getting a haircut. You want to see it after you do your news? Sure. Okay, cool. People might not know Ben got a do trim. I haven't posted about it. So, so in sports real quick, right quick Rangers and lightning today. Rangers up two games to one lightning won the last game, but the Colorado avalanche won the Western conference championship yesterday in the finals over Edmonton. Sorry, Canadians. Sorry. eh? Six to five. And of course, NBA our hockey news for the next year. Yep. <laughs> NBA Finals. Come back next year for an update. Tomorrow, game three, the series is tied at two. But in other sports news, like I said, there was a, a random fight last night, but it really isn't random because the Filipino Flash was a big name. And he had a rematch with the guy that beat him last time. I always fuck his name up, but it's like Naoe Inoue, this Japanese guy who's like a phenom. They're saying the most underrated fighter in boxing at bantamweight and pretty much put a a stop to his career. I think the Filipino flash, Nonito Donaire. It's a true he can get from one end of the island to the other in 
Under three seconds. There was, there was a fight in the middle of the night in Japan yesterday. Donaire had a great run. Right, Miguel Migs? But I think his career is over. I think it's over now. So Inoue continues 23-0 WBC Bantam champion. Um, in other rando news, there's a big story about Prince Louis at the Platinum Jubilee celebration. Did you see this? Prince Louis? I thought it was Louis, yeah. Prince Louis, Louis, I don't give a fuck. The question is, Brits. spoiled brat or oh, just a yeah. normal four-year-old? A normal kid. He was, normal pulling, kid. Uh, he was pulling uh, uh, Rudy Giuliani's son. But the, the funny part, like, he, he did something he was, I haven't seen a kid do in a long time. He pulled one of these. He was pulling a... He pulled the, you know, the thumb to your nose like a Chris Farley. <laughs> is, that a, is that like a European gesture? It's like he's a kid. And just because they think they have to be so proper. I'm more of a, th- the, I'm more of a, th- uh, spot. I'm more of a thumbs in the ear type of guy. I'm more of this guy. But I would, uh, some people like, love it. Some people love this deal. He would not stop. Again, he's like Chris Farley as Rudy Giuliani's son. He's a normal kid. We're on TV. Well, that's the question being posed. Little Louis, little Louis, Louis, stop it. Stop it. Jordan Damn. thought it was hilarious. Stop yeah, because Jordan you know what? Like, it's like he's a cartoon character from like Good, the 1960s. Uh, or but something. all it does is just, it just proves that. What's that guy's name again? Boris behind him. <laughs> he looks so Bori. Bori. It just, no, but it just shows though that but I don't it doesn't it, matter mommy. if you're a, a royal kid. Mommy. Yeah, he's a fucking prince. Doesn't matter. He's what? Three years old? What is he like? How old is he? Three? Four. Four? That's like you trying to tell me. Hey, take Ben or Emmy somewhere. I mean, Emmy's a little older now, but take them somewhere and expect perfect behavior just because it's the Queen's Jubilee. Like they give a fuck. Ben, ben would knock the Ben would like the push platinum the jubilee. Oh, the platinum jubilee! What is an like, embarrassment? Yeah, oh. So the question is: normal four-year-old or spoiled I mean, brat? The queen's oh. the queen's old as fuck. Yeah, but kids don't know. Like like the whole joke. Remember when Melody was at Sirius XM and you're like, Melody, that's Smokey Robinson. He's like, hi, old guy. Like kids don't know who's who or what's what or anything. And that's older too. If you think a three to four-year-old is gonna behave just because their mom or dad said, you know, this is your grandmother's jubilee. So again, that's just the story. It's in every major news source. Broski. Hey, sorry to backtrack and give you another sports story, but I mean, it really isn't. And it is. No, no, no. But there was a South African boxer. I saw this, right? I don't know who these people are. It doesn't matter. It's not relevant to the story. Samiso Butalezi appeared to lose his bearings in the ring on Sunday. Get this. The fighter was just seconds from claiming the WBF African lightweight title. It wasn't like a big sanctioned American fight. But he's fighting, right? Get this. He's knocking the he knocks the guy down yeah. but loses consciousness. And all of a sudden it's just his phantom fighting. phantom fighting in the midair. He starts walking toward the referee. And then the referee moves and he's still punching. And they're like, fight's over. He lost consciousness. The guy that was winning was punching in thin air, and he was close to winning, and they, they stopped the fight. He this lost isn't the, fight. the guy that's in the coma now, is it? I don't know the update. You I don't know this? Hold story. on. What's his name? name? South African Samiso Buthalezi. Very scary he's moment in, an in South in, Africa. He's in an induced coma. Oh, okay. He, according to ESPN. But he was the guy on his feet. He knocked the other dude down. The other dude got up, though. This dude was rattled to the point where they had to stop the fight, and he ended up not winning. Boxer Simoso... Butalezi is induced into a coma after shadow boxing during a title fight. South African lightweight, um, he's in a coma 
after he started to shadow, shadow box his opponent who had been knocked down in the final minute of a 10-round bout. Yeah, he stumbled backwards, and the ref stopped it. I mean, for good reason. Watch. So he knocks the guy down. That's it. He won the fight. But then he walks away. The guy he knocks down gets up. So he's still in the fight. But then look, watch. Here he goes. He's he's now he's looking at the referee. And then he starts coming at the referee. And then the referee moves and he's still fighting. Look. Oh. So he's not the one that got knocked down. No. That's weird. But he lost the fight. It was a real they're saying that some of the you know, hopefully he's fighting for his life and wins. A lot of people in the boxing community saying it's one of the strangest and saddest things they've ever seen in the sport. Fucking weird, man. Imagine that the guy gets a knockout and then he's so out of sorts that he starts Boxing into thin air. Didn't know where he was. Didn't know where he was. So crazy story. And then, like I said, sports related. We always joke about John Sterling. Hell, I didn't know this. John Sterling, Yankees broadcaster that we joke about all the time. Because I love him. I love the guy. I think he's great. His voice is soothing to me. I listen to him all the time. Yeah, you get used to the voices. He's gone 5,062 games without missing a game. Shut up. And guess what? WFAN is saying, yeah... You don't have to do away games anymore. And he's like, "Ooh, well, I, 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 didn't, I didn't want to travel anyway." It's one of those sad I, like stories. Oh, I did hear them say up, that. Grandpa. I did hear them say that on the Mets broadcast because uh, the Mets have the Mets. I, I, I love all the stories about how the Yankees have such history and and you know victories yeah. and the Yankees are one of the best organizations in all sports and the Mets lovable losers that have had a couple. The, the one thing the Mets could say is that they've won twice. But those two years were magical. That's the only thing the Mets could say. 69 and 86 were magical years. But other than that, the Yankees are kings of New York and baseball. But the one thing the Mets get credit for is their TV channel and their broadcasters. SNY and Gary, Keith, and Ron are top of the line. And even Howie, even Howie Rose on the radio those call. Those the TV guys. But the, Howie the, Rose and what, Randazzo or whatever? Yeah, Harry, Howie Still Rose. the radio guy. Howie Rose is considered one of the best radio guys ever. And he just started his, I don't go west of the Mississippi. And that's when the young guy, Rendazzo, does it. They're saying the same for the Yankees. Now, a lot of these old timers, they're keeping in the mix, but they're saying like, Yo, listen, I do you like, really want to... the streak is over. Yeah, do you want to go on a... It's almost like, hey, let's give the young guy an opportunity to break in. Hey, if the Yankees are going to play the Mariners in Seattle, hey, John Sterling, you could sit this one out. John Sterling is the voice of the New York Yankees on WFAN. 2019, the 83-year-old ended... Oh, 2019. Oh, okay, his streak ended at 5,060, but now he's not doing away games. Yeah. That's just the progression of the career. I like it, man. It's it's the right move. It, it is, doesn't, and he's it, gracefully saying, you know, he's also saying that it's... It's time. It's time, like he's old, and the travel and the hustle and bustle just isn't for an 83-year-old anymore, which is sad. But again, great opportunity, and he's handling it. With grace, and I'm, I was, oh, okay. I didn't realize he had that streak. Yeah. That's amazing. You, you, uh, you get so used to your broadcasters, but John Sterling, honestly, for as corny as he is, some of his home run calls make me laugh, so I guess I got to give him props for making me laugh. I think it's great. They're so bad, it's funny. Um, that's a side story. Who cares? I don't, I don't even bring that yeah, one what up. Yeah, what is it? What is it? Miguel Andujar. Wants to be traded. Wants to be traded, but his former teammates, like Gary Sanchez. Miguel Andujar? 
and Urshela, uh, guys that played with him that are now on the Twins, yeah, are, are speaking out loud and saying, yeah, the Yankees should do the right thing. Just trade this guy and give him the opportunity. You're yeah. ruining his career. Yeah. Um. Well, so I mean, that's, every, that's team, every team take. has... Uh, I guess you would say good teams. Andrew Hart times, had 27 home runs and 92 RBIs and batted like 300 his rookie year. Yeah. He was a good player. Well, he had look, potential. Look at, look at he it. He just got way. hurt. Cove, there's a, there's a way to look at it. If you're a... And, and, and sorry, he got sent down to the minors it, only because Giancarlo Stanton came off the injured reserve mm -hmm. list. You know, it's uh, it's the rub of being... It, it happens in all sports, right? Like there's a ba there's backup quarterbacks on some teams... That would business. absolutely be the starter on another team, right? right? You're, like, business. you're like, anywhere else, this guy would be a starting quarterback, but he's like... So he's like, like I, you guys got to trade me. You're ruining like, my career. Uh, like I Jordan Love in the minors. Jordan Love, who's sitting behind Aaron Rodgers for a couple of years now. Jordan Love probably would have got a chance most other places, right? Happens all the time in sports. And in baseball, most, most specifically in baseball, there are guys that would be batting in the meat of the lineup somewhere else. Yeah, but he should be... He's proven to be better than Aaron Hicks and Joey Gallo, but they have long-term, high-paying contracts. Yeah. So as a business decision, they're well, like, we can't fucking play this guy over these. We're paying these dudes millions of dollars. That's why the Mets got so, credit because they don't play those games. I know. So they were we'll like, see. Cano stinks. He's gone. Yeah. Um, of course. But, so. but, uh, so but, but you know what happens, though, Cove? It, it, what happens in that scenario is that sometimes a guy, you're right, is robbed of some of these good years because of that. Right now... You know, and to be wanted to want to be traded off a good team yeah. just shows that that guy wants his chance. No, this is not, this is a different story, man. This isn't like he's unhappy there, so he's got to go. He just wants to play. He just wants to play, and they're ruining his career right now. Yeah. And everybody, every fan knows, like, yeah, he's better than the guys that are starting, and he deserves this opportunity. And they sent him down to the minors again. It's fucked up. And um, his former teammates that are no longer on the Yankees are even mm -hmm. saying, yeah, you, you got to get rid of this dude. You're ruining this guy. So, just a side story. The other story, did you see Hunter Biden's in the news? Hunter, Hunter Biden? Yeah. No, I was going to give you one last thought about that. For, oh, the, for the match. For the match. You know who that player is? Who? When you want to be traded oh, the from... the Mets when, have the biggest story. When, you didn't when, mention it. When you want to be... When you want to be traded from a good team, you know what that's pretty much saying? That's pretty much... When you want to be traded from a good team, you're, you're pretty much saying, while winning is important, I just want to play. I want a chance to play. Dom and, Smith. And earn some money. Dom Smith. Of the Mets. You would think, well, who wouldn't want to be on the Mets or the Yankees right now when they're yeah. the two best teams in Major of League Baseball? they want to be, yeah. But, but Dom Smith play. is like, I want to be traded. Because right now you're like, I'm platooning. I'm getting that bat here. I'm batting 200 with like a home run because you're not giving me the, the chance. It's, so, a, it's a sad story. This dude has all the potential in the world. He came in second rookie of the year to Otani. And I think he should have won, to be honest, that year. So that's a side story. That's more sportsy. Uh, but again, it's a life thing. He's like, yo, man. You don't give me a chance. I'm never gonna fucking make money in this game. And on a side note, with Rich's Mets, Escobar hit for the cycle yesterday, which I know you were really impressed by, and it is awesome. I think, the, and he got uh, the triple to get the cycle, the which is so the, difficult. The cycle is sort of the coolest part. That is awesome. Um, ah! Hunter Biden, just a weird story. Twenty-two hours ago, New York Post, like leaked video of him packing heat, came out nude. Hunter Biden. Cavorts with hooker, illegal gun. I don't even know how they, how do they know it's illegal? Oh, I, thought, I don't know. I thought when you said in the latest mess for the president, you meant in his pants. So it's like everybody has that Bob from La Bamba that embarrasses the family. Unfortunately for the president, it's Hunter mm -hmm. Biden. And 
here he is with his ass treeks out. They're blocking out his dick. What do you say? Yeah, look. And he's like, he's got his gun out with hookers and drugs. Can you, can you just behave? Like, oh can you behave God. yourself? Yo, chill. Can you, can you behave yourself? Yeah, if, you're the president, if you're the president's kids. Um, did, did you see the viral Disney video? I don't know what's worse. Hunter Biden or uh, the, the, the little the Prince Louis. <laughs> Again, embarrassing, right? Embarrassing. embarrassing. Um, there's a, a story that I've seen for the past few days that I've been meaning to bring up. It's all over social media. When you propose to somebody at Disneyland or Disney World, you have to get permission to do so, apparently, because there's a designated area. Really? I mean, according to the story. Who knows? Right? I saw this. I, I thought it was like a fake story just to get attention. Oh, if that's the case, I, I'm, I don't I'm know, relieved but yeah, there, because this guy deserves a fucking punch to the nose. It's, uh, it's at Euro Disney. It's uh, in Disney so Paris, right? There's, there's permission that has to be granted. granted, and you go through the whole rigmarole of you haven't seen this spot where the guy's yeah. proposing some some guy with a way too tight shirt so i don't <laughs> like the guy anyway some fat guy with a white t-shirt on that's like a men's medium you like him well, he's, he's, Euro, he's european he's promoted he's promoting he's proposing and some disney employee straight up like takes the ring out of his hand and like no oh, get away from here in the most obnoxious way possible i think and apparently fake. he was just like not in the right designated area where he was supposed to but like in the vicinity so this piece Paris, of shit. Go ahead. Look at this. Interrupted a marriage proposal at the amusement park. The video posted on Reddit shows a man dressed in white kneeling to make the proposition of life. And suddenly a park employee with Mickey ears rushes to the stage and snatches the ring from the man's hands, then scurries down the stairs. No, no, no. Urging no, 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 no. Kidding me? Serious? Looks at this guy who looks like Andy Ruiz should have... Knocked the viral them out. clip was originally posted by Redditor Waskatlan, who said he Sorry, knew the rules man are rules. in the video. Disney said the park apologized Andy Ruiz to the should have fucked them up. Outage. But you know what? There's, you know what's sort of cool about it? Nothing. They're forever famous. Nah. They're, they're, their engagement I, got I national, even, international I coverage. Have, I don't want to fucking need that guy in the balls. Yeah, and who are you to snatch the fucking ring? Get over here. And continue down my way. Holy <laughs> shit, bro. That's some balls I right wouldn't need this guy in the balls. Damn rich. There he like, is. There's nothing. Proposition. There's, there's nothing that that guy deserved more than, than the need of the balls. balls. Yeah, but, but you, you know never what? need a man in the balls unless they deserve. You it. Know, I feel fun. like that guy deserved a punch to the gut for sure. No, need the balls. Yeah, he was wearing his Mister Clean outfit. Andy Ruiz, sorry to happen to you, buddy. It's Mister Clean. But um, <laughs> and then there, the final fluff because Spawn uh, wants like some of the fluff news. Yeah, it's not a water skiing squirrel. Uh. There's a that guy. Squirrel, the squirrel can water ski. There's a guy. I saw this on Lad Bible, but it's gone viral. Such he's a been, He's been trying. His his whole gimmick was every day I'm going to try. My dream is to run on water. And every day. I love tries, this guy. You know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, of course. Sure enough, it's you know, gotten a million likes, million hits, million view, millions of views now. Every day he tries something Every different. Every day he tries something new and it to never fulfill works. his dream. To run on water. To run on water. Like, and then his mom's there. He's like, why don't you tie pillows on your feet? And then there's, you know, people submit like, Ideas. yeah, you should rub yourself in oil because, you know, water, water and oil. oil. Yeah, he and does every dumb. Yeah. In oil and like his stupid gimmick is like on to like day, like hundred and something where still have still run on water and he runs into the pool and it's so dumb, but he found his gimmick. It's pretty That's funny. really it. Like he found his gimmick and he's famous for it. Now he's trying to fulfill his dream. He's going to get some What's sort of sneakers sponsorship eventually. Yeah. He's uh, he's sponsored by Yeezys now and so, makes a million dollars. Yeah. So there you go. There's the guy he's tried, you know, 
slides that flow. But he's trying everything. Okay, hang on. Hey. Sorry. Sorry. So here's the guy. Oh, so he's training. He's training. He's training. <laughs> it's his lifelong Pillows dream. on his feet. Yeah. A, I mean, a noodle tied to him. It's just amazing. What? Like every little thing he does just yeah. doesn't work, Spot. You know what's really weird about it, though? There's still a part of me that's like, oh, is this going to work? No, it's not going to work. Like, even though you know the outcome. Look how they flow. Splash. They're not very tight, and I'm scared that they'll come he up. Tapes them on his feet. Run, so I'm just going to tape them on my feet. Because they float. The sandals float, so maybe they'll help. like how water and surface tension works. The dumbest things that hit, man. And, and gravity. More surface there tension goes. than anything. Oh, oh he didn't surface tension. <laughs> so dumb. Just giving up. Yeah. Oh, so he's day 25. Oh, no. He, yeah, he's still going. Pillows on his feet. Yeah, yeah. He chucks up the other day. Oh, he's got buckets. Bucket. Buckets yeah. on his feet. Everything. See how the buckets go. But I now he's gone, buckets. like, you know, into the millions. I may need to practice running with him. He's training. He's still training every day. Can you imagine? Here we are. Here we are, professional broadcasters every day trying to build an audience. This guy has millions of people. <laughs> so dumb. It just is what it is. I had hope for the buckets. Such is life. I really had hope for the buckets. Kavino mentioned it before. I, I texted it to you. Um, Escobar and the Mets hit for the cycle, which I think is... Amazing. It's amazing because like, while, awesome. hit, while hitting a couple home runs in a game is impressive. What does that mean again? A cycle means you in the same game you hit a single, double, triple, oh. and home run. And what's crazy about that is sometimes you can hit two home runs in a game, and that's very impressive. But to hit one of each, the triple is the hardest, right? So hard. The triple's the hardest. And the fact that he got that at his that was his last his at last bat. So at bat. They, that's awesome. Someone put together like a thirty-second compilation of all his hits. Yeah, Escobar pokes one, oh, base hit. Single. Alonso. Here comes Canna. Davis goes to third. Escobar goes the other way and drives in two. Two out rally, three run rally. Escobar slams one in the left center. That ball's going to go all the That's way the back double. to the That's the double. That's the double. So single. Escobar to second. He's going to take the turn and hold on there. Davis not running. And Escobar drives oh. one to Home run. Bomb. That. that is way out of here. Escobar with a lengthy left What's cooler, to get the triple less or the home run less? Oh, the triple. And Escobar yeah. shoots one down the right field line toward the corner, and it's beyond the reach of Mazzara. Alonso is in to score. I mean, he's hauling Cattery ass. Look at him. Behind him. It's going to be a triple for Escobar. He's got the cycle. Yeah, it's awesome. Doesn't happen every day, folks. And it happened in his 10th year. He celebrated yeah. his 10-year anniversary in the really bigs, cool. which we talked about recently. That Nice little feather in your cap. Not a lot of players even reach 10 years. The average career span for a Major League Baseball player is three years in the big leagues. So props to Escobar. No, for sure, man. Um, now, two things that we're going to get to on tomorrow's show that we didn't get to today. Oh, snap. I have the greatest observation, and it has to do with the prices of things. Bro. This is we landed on oh we landed on the moon segment. Are you serious? Dickie Columbus. Okay. Tomorrow I have a thought about <sighs> prices going up. Inflation? A deep thought. An observation that you guys are gonna be like, man. The greatest discoveries of Dickie Columbus. Tomorrow. Price increases? We're going to get to that. You know what else we're going to get to on tomorrow's show? Do you take the easy way out or the challenge 
And it depends on what stage of your life. If you're presented two things, one is challenging, but one is How easy. How you say that and not think? There's no easy way out. There's no shortcut home. There comes a time no. in your life where you have to choose between what is right and what is easy. Well, Dumbledore said that. Do you take the challenge, which... I mean, this, take, this, you always take the physical challenge. Yeah, but Spot, there's something... All right. The Sunday slide, man. It's, it, it has to do with... This is a good question for tomorrow. I, I can't wait to talk about it. Do you take the challenge... Oink, oink, we'll be picked. Which... The challenge, my friends, might might leave you feeling once in a while like, no, nah, that's stunk. Or do you do the easy thing that makes you feel good? A story tomorrow. Can't wait because I don't um, know what you're talking about. Two big about. things tomorrow, but uh, well, let's wrap the show with something I have not shared with anyone yet. I didn't, I didn't even post a picture yet on, on Insta or anything, so you'll be the first to see. Spot, I emailed it to you, a Spot and Covino and Rich, so you, you can't yeah. miss it. You got to do the before and after, though. Oh, no, it's in the video. Oh, nice. I have put together a little one-minute video of... I, I look at it as Ben's first haircut. Because we had taken it one time before, but Sarah was like, trim a little bit. And the trim a little bit to me was like... Trim a little bit. Like, all right, you, you cut the hair out of his eyes a little bit. But mm -hmm. he still had a mop on his head. Like when Ben got his first haircut, what, for maybe one or two days, it was like, oh, I could see it was a trim. Yeah. But then like by day three, you're like, yo, kid didn't get a haircut. I love, right. good, I love good trim. So Benny boy, Sarah and I, by the way, we've decided when we first had him, yeah. our first thing was, man, I hope people don't call him Benny. And now we love calling him Benny. Really? Like we, Benny. we when we had Ben, we we're like, Benjamin, I oh, will call him Ben. Man, I hope people don't call him Benny. And now the teachers at school, we do like, yo, Benny boy, yo, Benny. Like, oh, I call him Ben Kenobi. Yeah. I mean, should he, I jump on Benny boy? Benny I mean, boy. the thing was, I get it because Sarah, and by the way, Sarah cried. Like, you know, I get it. It's her baby. We don't, we're not going to have any more kids. We don't plan on having any more children. So in her mind, Ben's her baby and her baby finally got his big mop cut. And, and the reality is when you see the pictures, Ben goes in my mind from like baby Ben to like, he's a boy now. He looks like a little man. He's no longer a little wooden boy. He's, he's no longer like. He's a real boy. He's no longer like a little baby boy that it has long hair. It's like. I a, would call him Pinocchio. He's got like, I'll be honest. I think I, maybe I'm just saying this because he's my boy. My I son. I call Rich Finocchio. I, I maybe I'm saying this just because he's my son and I'm a father, a proud daddy. But I think he looks so fucking handsome. Handsome guy with yeah, his little haircut. No, he does. He looks handsome great. Handsome Ben. He looks great. Um, uh, Sarah, did Sarah dry her tears with Ben's hair clippings? No, but I put a cup. I put a couple of his big curls in a little baggie. Sarah yeah. wanted to keep it for memories, but because yeah, Ben like had those Ben. This is on, did very, I show you Ben's school photo? Yes, this is his very first trim. Correct. No, no, he got he had one trim, oh. but remember it really wasn't a trim. We we're like, yeah, you call this that a first fucking, real cut. Just to show, oh, you know what? You know what was the deciding factor? We got his school photo back. I think I showed the picture, and he I did. said, Sarah, he. I just I just texted it to see in our show. I said, Sarah, motherfucker looks like Fabio. It's over. I I get it. It's cute, but it's yeah, time. Yeah, the conquer spaniel. Like it's time. He he went from like, oh, that's really cute to, hmm. He needs a fucking haircut, you know? 
This is Ben's school photo for preschool. And it's, I mean, he looks like a Cocker Spaniel. You're right. He looks like oh he got Mad God. Dog Russo flaps. He looks like he, he looks, honestly, looks like baby Fabio. If you're like, yo, this is Fabio's child. <laughs> oh my Cute God. as hell, but that's a fucking mop. He is adorable. Cute as hell, but that's a Look mop. Look at those eyes. So I put together a little video of Ben's first real haircut. Take a look. Well, I'm going to get my hair cut. Oh. I've never look done at that. that before. Look at that hair. I understand now. I know I once cut my, oh my finger. I know I once cut my knee. If cutting my hair is going to hurt like that, the barber shop's no place for me. Gotta go get my hair cut. Oh, I didn't know side were generic. I'm going to look so nice. Genetic. But when it's done, I'll look on the floor at the hair that was up on my head before. It'll be all gone, and I'll bet it'll never grow. Look at that mop on top. I'm getting my hair cut, but I don't want to go. Kid lost like five pounds of hair. At least. Oh, look at that. Let's pop more door. Look at that. He's like from the city of Pompeii. This right? kid. Kids getting clippers on the side of his hair. I didn't do that for the first 30 years of my life. He's getting that Dominican cut. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that guy. Yo, fresh. So fresh. Look at Ben. He's a little boy now. Go away, video. Yeah. He's a real boy. Good job, Rich. Wow. Yeah. No, but he, yeah, he honestly was like, oh, he's a real boy. He's a real chip, boy. Chip off the old blockhead, though, man. He's got your head. Like, the same head. Same head. You Good guys, for him. He looks so much like you. Good it's crazy. For Good for him. <laughs> he's adorable. Handsome guy. Little Benny. He looked, yeah, he looked so pleased with himself. And oh, I, yeah. think he, I think he likes it, too. Like, I look at him, I'm like, I think he likes it. His hair is, like, legit. Now. Yeah, he's walking around a little swag a little He got a little strut I now. can see he's got a little, little pep in his stamp. So, Benny boy. There you go. And uh, we'll see you guys manana. Ben. Hey. 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 By the way, you know that? that, that, that Wrap it up. That uh, Cookie Monster song? That, that was like... Uh, no. That was a I big song in my maybe. childhood. I feel like my dad always played that. Really? Oh, the Cookie Monster. Yeah, I was more of a Mr. Rogers guy, man. Yeah. Land the make-believe? I got you. All right. We'll see you guys manana. Uh, until then, Arriba there, Chief Baby. See you in the promised land. Goodbye. Peace.